We love hip hop. Hey yo, this your boy Red One from the legendary Rascal Crew. DJ Kimo in the house. Hey yo, we love hip hop. Don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> You're a queen and stuff, but we don't know if you got your stuff up there. Right, he's looking at me singing all these songs like, yo, this guy does. I don't think that's the name of the song. I think it's called something else. That's why. YouTube. Mm. That's what it's called on YouTube. Yeah, that's the thing with YouTube when it comes to Yeah, because so- they have the, it's not the release <laughs> name of the songs. Like, they just call it whatever niggas call it. Yeah. You know the song, the da 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 song. <laughs> you go look it up on That's YouTube. That's what I do with all my Drake leagues. I just, I see whatever and I just call them whatever the fuck I want to call them. Like, me fuck. and you. Between me and you. Let's see here. Let's see how the songs go popping. <laughs> Gucci back! I've been playing this song every day since Saturday. Oh, you're feeling nostalgic. Uh huh. What episode are we on, yo? I gotta check. Episode 70. No, episode 269. Oh, fuck! I was close. Uh, almost, almost. Oh, it's about to go down. Shout out soccer team to her background vocals. Talk to him. Besides the fact that you are my friend. Until the end. Don't let me begin. With him so separated by the negative powers of me. What was your next song now? Mary Tree Time. Here's the 
heard that. He had that I heard it's 420. Shout out to all my potheads. It's not the same because most of y'all got coke. Same. Stoners. Big up to all my leftover stoners, fam. You still got this. Nigga like me be smoking while I'm driving. Getting higher than the BGC. We both just staying alive. Uh huh. Watching the time go by. Climbing. Told you I get enough hash to make a mountain. Talk to him. Hey, you can sit right on your ass. Yowing. While I'm somewhere rolling the grass. Going up where the clouds is. Some niggas say they get so high that I ain't fucking with them. I say if some niggas Happy get that high, man, I ain't fucking with them. I'm rolling up a puffin' with them Going on the road Doing shows or getting duckets with them huh. I've been smoking in my bitches since my space You niggas extracurricular, bitch I fly straight Hey, some niggas try to shit for nothing But I just tell them to do what they do Do what they do So many niggas went down the wrong road So me, you can too This one for Gucci. Okay. Gucci. Now the party getting started. I heard you back, nigga. Gucci with a tan. Alright, <laughs> what I tell you, fam? The DR tan, fam. Uh huh. We ain't finished with our 420 celebration. Oh no, no, no. Yo, the man really had me going back to the boat. Jay-Z Jay-Z couldn't... I just landed in Europe, nigga. He was <laughs> Shopping bags on the Money talk, I speak fluent, nigga. That Rick Ross went harder than Jay Z. Don't worry about this, Gucci. It's for the old heads. This might be from before your time. Oh, it's before my time, but I rock it. I had to turn it up because the fucking the master is so low. Gunshots are gonna be loud. Ready? When I walk down a block, it reach in my pocket. Yo, where's my knock? Uh-huh. Follows me into the spot, compelling. Go check the dread, and yes, he's herb selling. Here. Up and out of the gate, I'm Doing a potential felon. It's a misspelling, like I ain't even telling. Channel one, two, I'm smashing the law. Channel three, I make a run to the store. Channel four, the store with the Philly plus odds. Spark the ism, I'm off the channel live. Wake up in the morning, got the yearning for herb, which loosens up the nouns, metaphors, and verbs. And it- what else did I want to fucking give y'all niggas? Is it this one? For all my weed smokers out there, you are the world's most smoked out podcast, huh? Yeah, we are. So we got to smoke up today. True. Okay. Spark one up if you're listening to this in the car. Especially if you're in the office, one, yes. I don't know if you can do that, but... Smoke up in the office, same way. Go into the wash. Spark it up. Spark one. Hey, Hey. Oh, you might have died, died. Mm-hmm. I want to 
On Snoop. We could play 100 from Wiz on his own. Yeah, 100 from Snoop alone. We got you know about this Gooch? Yeah, this beat. No, I know you know that. Come on, you ain't got five on it, fam? You got five? Like, yeah, give me some brew and I might just chill. But I'm the type that like to light another joint like Cypress Hill. I still feel these spit loogies when I puff on it. I got some bucks on it, but it ain't enough on it. Let's go. Go get the S T I D E S. Nevertheless, I'm hella fresh, rolling joints like a cigarette. So fast across the table like ping pong, I'm gone. Beating my chest like King Kong. It's on, wrap my lips around the mouth. When it comes to getting another stogie, fools all kick in like Shinobi. Homie ain't my homie to begin with. It's too many hands to be. Probably let my friend hit bit. Unless you pull out the fat crispy. Five dollar bill on the real before it's history. Remember when Matthew said put together a vacuum lungs? And what you let me know if you have a I come to school with a tailor on my earlobe Avoiding all the Rough thick pieces, skeezers and weirdos Got me throwing off the land like where the bomb at Give me two bucks, you take a puff and pass my bomb back Suck up the dank like a slurpee The serious bomb will make a nigga go delirious like Eddie Murphy I got more pains than Maggie Just hold me snag me To take the dank out of the bag Five on I got five on it. Are you sampling my weed? I got five on it. It's got me stuck in October. Uh huh. I got five on it. Yo, whoever beat that was a reason why. Such a moment right there. Yeah, man. So we are. Is the world's most smoked out podcast? We love hip hop. I'm your host with the most toast, Friday Ricky Dread, aka Rick Vloggy Vlog, aka Piss Off Master, aka the social media sack. Um, what is it? Uh, psycho. I got new AKA. You said sack. I was like, where are you going? That one. I was, I was about to say the, the social media sacrificial lamb. Oh, man. Fuck. For <laughs> but Toronto, I'm a maybe. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, we're over here at Visionary Arts Center. We got got to get to the building. What up, y'all? You know, rolling up for 420. Gucci's back. Holy gang, gang, me. gang. Where's the Gucci sound effect? I ain't used this in a week. <laughs> yeah, it's fuck Gucci. Is it? <laughs> 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 Boy, back. That's crazy. And that's the thing. And okay. Yo, it's Gucci. I know what Gucci's on, man. You know what I'm saying? That lavish, that that opulence. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, man, back at the Visionary Art Center, episode 269. Freaky things. It's freaky. For, freaky things for real. I didn't realize that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's it's 420 the day that we're recording this. You know what I'm saying? So happy 420 to everybody out there. Obviously, you know, from the world's most smoked out podcast. Um, let's let's get into it. Gutsy, talk to me. What's going First on with off, you? isn't really 420 anymore, fam. It well, it's 421. Feel... No, no, no. <laughs> I know it's 421, but I'm just saying like 420 just don't feel like 420 anymore. Like I said, like I put up a post last week and said, like, yo, 
Remember when 420 would come, you see all the posts and you get mm. see people getting ready and all their you don't see that no more because everybody's fucking doing coke. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. Everybody's doing fucking coke. No, fam. This no, is a real fucking shit. Like this, really quick. Like I, I had a story where I met up with a couple of my buddies, mm-hmm. like from way back then, and like now they're like putting certain things in their weed and shit. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. The woolies. Yo, dogs, you don't, you, you don't party. It's like uh, you say you party. Uh, I'm like, yo, I party in the club, my nigga. I don't do that kind of party. You don't. Party <laughs> with you don't, a wink, wink. You don't party, fam. <laughs> nudge, nudge. So I felt like I felt like I was holding a lot of my friends back from getting to their full highness because mm. all these niggas is doing coke now. But yeah, big up everybody that's doing coke and that's still doing weed. You know, I guess. <laughs> this guy said doing weed. <laughs> For a nigga who smokes so much weed, that sounds like the most squarest course, yeah, narc narc thing. Weed. Are you are you guys doing some weed today? Yeah, Can dude. I have some? <laughs> no, I. Don't. Get, Get away from here, him. He's an arc. Yeah. <laughs> weird ass shit. But yeah, big up all our smokers. Um, watch our vlog that we did uh, for the 90s Get Up event hosted yeah. by DJ Scratch. That was a really, really dope event. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what else I'm doing. Make sure you go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Again, I forgot. Big up my sister. My sister got a fucking, what do you call it at work when you get um, a promotion? There you go. She got a promotion at work. Big her up. Doing big things right Sorry. now. Big up. <laughs> um, Man, I really got to write down my shout outs. I apologize, guys. Big up Black Label. Yes, Big up Black everybody Label. that's been supporting us. Uh, YouTube. Make sure you guys hit up the YouTube. I don't know what's going on in YouTube over there, but make sure you, uh, we're not just an Instagram uh, uh, show, guys. You know, mm. we're, we're on YouTube. We're on all these different platforms. Holla yeah. at me on TikTok. And yeah, man. Um, just, yeah. Shit. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to blow up on TikTok, but keep that for another Jeez. time. Um, <laughs> Gucci, before, before you get to your shout outs, mm. one thing also about that whole 420 thing about Instagram. It's because Instagram turned police, fam. So if you're posting like <laughs> big blunts on Instagram, yo, happy 420, I'm smoking mad weed, you might get your page taken fam, down, Fam, you bro. can't even repost a page. <laughs> I, put, I, I mean, shout out, you know, Black Label, shout out uh, Butters. Oh, mm. pick up Butters for the hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Butters, Butters. you know what I'm saying? Um, I tried to repost their shit. And they're like, nah, 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 nah. Community guidelines. I'm like, <laughs> community guidelines for reposting a page, fam? Nope. Fuck Insta. Yeah. It seems it seems weedish. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but it's four twenty. I think I should bark up both of these same times. Yeah, that's how you feel. Four twenty five. We're getting it on camera. Gucci, welcome back, yo. Hold on. <laughs> Multiple air horns. Gag, gag, man. Um, yo, I'm back, baby. You know, huh. like crazy, crazy, crazy vacation I went. Huh. Dominican Republic, man. Mm. Crazy, man. Y'all, you guys need to go check that out, man. Um, it's lit over there, bro. Been I went there. to Live Aqua. That's a resort, man. Live Aqua is yo, that's a crazy resort, fam. You guys mm. need to check that out. Like, yo. Yo, and the thing about Dominican Republic, they have a drink that gives you mad power called Mama, Mama Wana. Wana. Yo, you guys need to check that out. Listen, um, is that I didn't drink. The, is that the one the scorpion did it or the steak did it? No, no, no. That's, um, that's some um, mezcala. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's some Mexican shit. I, if I drank, the way they were pushing that shit on Yo. motherfuckers, yeah. you would think that that shit is like the elixir, bro. So you what, drank like, some? You drank some booch? Dog, every day. <laughs> Dog, I was on it. They're pushing it hard. Just like on Friday's like, they push it like, Yo, you want power? Well, I'm like, you know, like, they showed me like, yo, you want strength? Like, I was like, all right, I'm with it. 
I'm on vacation. I got to perform like at least two times a night. Hey. <laughs> that's, so that's the national DR drink out there? Yeah, that's the national DR drink. Baba Wala stuff. Like that's their yeah. thing. You know what I mean? I actually have a bottle of that back at the crib that's yeah. just sitting there just, just chilling. Yeah. You, could, you could just keep it for a mad long. Yeah, you could. So you just put you just put liquor in it and it's yo, that's dope. I need one of those, fam. <laughs> like, yo, this guy has a strength. <laughs> no, listen, I don't drink it. I just keep it around oh, just for special okay, occasions. Okay, yeah. In case anybody wants to, you know, yeah. get a little loose. <laughs> you know. But, but what, what else is going on out there, fam? Because yeah. I, I know you 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 were out there, you're yeah. I seen you taking some pictures, yeah, moving around bro. sick, fam. I yeah, I went to another island. Like Ooh. I was on a boat, we're partying on a boat. I almost, I almost died on a car crash too because Shati, like she can't drive. I let her oh, do the buggy no. thing. It was, it was that oh, ATV, but shit. yeah, she needed the buggy. I let her drive. She wanted to drive. You know how Shirley's mm. like, ah, let me drive. So go. I'm, I'm not here to drive. I'm not even paying attention to the road. Before you know it, I'm on the side of the road. Good thing we didn't even flip over nothing. But mm. Yeah, that was fun though. Like we got dirty, mad dirty. I did that. All of that, you know what I'm trying to say? But you know, how 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 are the women out there? I I know you went out there. You you, you not to see sand on the beach. You were out there with yeah. your with your with wife and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. But like, I know y'all were like, ooh, tell them. Yo, there's fine some, out there. There's some baddies out there. I can't even lie. They all have a round body. So I can't even lie. Right. So, I even went to one of the clubs out there too, like a strip club type of thing too. You know. So is this is this correct? What keeps Kick, Solid is saying? <laughs> oh no, that's big cat. Yo, it's so funny because me and Gucci were just having like a that <laughs> conversation <laughs> about DR and stuff, and it keeps six on posted it. I was like, oh fuck! If yeah. you went to to the Dominican Republic, he paid for the box. <laughs> Watch Gucci in the comments too. <laughs> Dang. Uh, yeah, I see that. I'm like, yo, listen, I just came back from Dominican like three days ago, and you posted. Nah, nah, that's big cap. Like, nah, nah, nah. nah. We keep the play over here. You know Listen, I mean? you never fucking know. But yeah, it was man. dope still. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm back like Cook Crack. You know what I mean? Like so shout crack. out to the supporters. You already know for holding down. We love hip hop. But you know what I mean? The team gag. You already know, baby. Hey. And as far as as far as that Dominican thing, as far as with my trip, you just never know. Jeez. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Salute to all the Because this is on camera. I'm not allowed to. I was no X Files for you. Sorry. Oh man, but yeah, man. Lord Clot, Gucci's out here dropping shit, but it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Well, before you get to yours, I want to shout out somebody else that had a show this week. Talk to him, Black of the Don. He, um, I guess he came out as a special guest for some of his LA boys that were performing out here, and he brought a LB Spiffy fam. So you know what I'm saying? You already know Black always kills it. Hopefully he he's gearing up to drop something more. He he dropped his R and B thing, but I think he's gearing up to drop like some serious fire rap. And he looks out too, right? Like he, you know, for him to bring out LB like that, like it's not the first time he did the show over at Lee's Palace years ago now, right? And that was one of his special guests as well, early in the game. You know what I'm saying? Black is one of the most underlooked guys in the city, unfortunately. But super real one, man. Yeah. Um, as far as shout outs. Shout out to all the people who I bumped into on road, like for the different vlogs. I've been on road. You know what I'm saying? I, I got a new AKA now, uh, Rick Vloggy Vlog. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm like, I was over at the, 
Dundas Square. Dundas Square, but even besides that, before Scotia that earlier Bank. in the week, the Scotia Bank Arena. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Doing the um, Raptors, Do You uh, Know Top Five. There's a part two coming out to the Toronto Rappers thing, and I asked different names like Moolah First and stuff like that. So look out for that just now. Did they know? You know what? Just a little bit of um, foreshadowing. Moolah First is way more known than a lot of people think. Say that then. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, I was at the Raptors game. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Our, a little bit more, you know, not the stereotype, but a little bit more of our culture comes to basketball games. Than no, fucking, but, but it's real though. But even yeah. if so, it, it's a good outlook to see because some of our culture don't know, right? This is so facts. there are some people that don't know. So it's good to see that he is doing the right steps or doing the right things or just average people from our culture that might not be so deep into the hip hop, but mm-hmm. just, just just a part of the culture. I listen to hip hop and yeah, I heard of this Moolah first guy. So yeah, that's dope. Yeah, man. And And besides that, like, I don't know. We just had a busy week, fam. Like, we went out on the weekend. You know, we were outside. Outside. They, they, they be saying that the man them are just, you know, all these guys, they're just on the internet and they don't be outside. Like, mm, They definitely got to be talking about Friday because I'm outside every uh, blood clot day. They ain't talking about me neither, fam. You can't say, I was just a Dominican. You see me on, my, on your timeline. The, yeah, All over your timeline. I didn't, I didn't want to see that on my timeline. <laughs> I didn't want to see that. But, but yeah, the man them are outside, fam. That's good, yeah, man. And, and besides that, like, fucking just all the people who I've been bumping into on road, now that the world is a little bit more open, man, salute to everybody, man. Like, uh, I'm just happy to see the world getting back into a little bit more swing of things. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Um, also, just the regular shout out, salute to all the people who are in their office, the Cubicle Gang gang, all the people listening on Spotify, Stitcher. Um, we're on Google, um, Google Music. We're on Amazon. We're on fucking um, Audible. All listening platforms, all right? We're more than just, like like Gutsy say, um, like people who post on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? We're on HBO Max. We're on HBO Max? No. <laughs> soon, though. Soon. soon Man can dream. Man, you know, speak it into existence kind of thing. You know what I mean? Send, send it back. Send it back. Big up the boy. Because he's in all the man fucking co- uh, comments, bro. He's not in mine. Really? Not in mine. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be like everybody else and post when certain people are in my stories and shit like that or whatever. But you know, just big up the boy. Yeah, he's been making his rounds, fam. I see him making it. I see him, yo, holy man, like Mindbender front row. <laughs> Where did you see this? I'd set it from Scratch's page. Really? Eh? Yeah, fam. He's wow. Like, he's, he, he got to the point where he was just like he commented so much, like, yo, fam. If I would have known, I would have been on that lineup too, fam. Like, how come? What's you guys going on with him, fam? <laughs> Is he bored? Yeah. Why not? When you're the top artist in the world, after a while, you look back at home and it's a nostalgia thing too, right? He looked at a lot of those guys just like how I was, bro. I looked at Mm. all these guys like, yo, these are Toronto Canadian artists that maybe one day I thought I was going to be like them or meet them or something, right? To see them perform like that. We don't fuck. When's the time? Have you ever seen a performance like that? Not in a long time. With with them, like the big act. Fam, I've never seen that. Yeah, well, with the big acts from Canada, like the Julie Black, Nishi, Maestro, uh, Shaclair, Rascals, that Jelly that came out, Ray Robinson came. That's yeah. really fucking legendary shit for yeah. our city, fam. You know, even before even leading into that, like with the boy, he's been seeing Mindbender in the front row. And I've witnessed this from in when years, he's on he's stage. Doing, yeah. You know what I'm saying? When he was like doing like um, the Royal um, or the, the Queen Victoria there, the the hotel that's up on uh, Front Street, that big hotel there. That's Shagula. No, no, the uh, Royal Victoria Hotel or something like I that. Some big-ass hotel there. 
Man was performing there. He's in the front row. Like all those different little shows that Drake was doing on his way up early 2006, 2007. Yeah. Mindbender was there. He has yeah. pictures with Mindbender. <laughs> Mindbender, like, just to let people know, because some of these younger heads will be like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? This nigga is the hip-hop historian, like, Toronto hip-hop mascot. Yeah. You know, any, anything for Toronto, especially music yeah. shit, he's rocking with you, supporting. Front him. row, like, yeah. yo! And when he daps you, fucking bust your fist open, bro. Like, he daps hard. Oh, no. <laughs> you know the, you know when those guys, fam? Yeah, they, they. <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> and don't be trying to come for Mindbender just because he went in a different direction. Nah. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's doing his thing, fam. Mm-hmm. Shane, but mm-hmm. yeah, big up. It was, it was a good night, though, oh, man. Like, so really sick. and truly, it was good. Uh, big up Adam Bomb, yep. um, Tona. We got my man Ghost. We seen at the end there. Mm-hmm. Um, who was uh, Mel solid. Boogie? So uh, yeah, Mel Boogie, Solitaire. Um, fuck, bro. It, it was just a really good night. The performances were dope. Scratch was doing his thing. Even the like the mix he had before the show, fam. Like he's playing beer, old school R and B. Like I lost it. I had one shot and I was in the mood, fam. Friday's mm-hmm. like, holy, you really just need one shot. You're good, eh? Like mm-hmm. I was just there, like lit, fam. But yeah, it was a really really good night. Um, good thing for the city. Uh, it, it's also a good because me and Friday were just talking, and I was wondering if you could get like three acts to pack out the way they did. Look at this nigga potting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying because I'm looking at it like, could Roni, Sick People, and Big Lean do that? Mm. I I think maybe the Wasses. If you put the Wasses together, they could possibly yeah. do that. Maybe Doovie could possibly do that. But like, could the Crook and somebody else be able to do something like that? These are things I want to start seeing from the city, fam, because. No offense, but the old heads are doing their thing. The old heads are working. The old heads had together. it packed. Yeah, they had that shit rammed. Bro. Yeah. So what's your guys' favorite performance out of the night? Ooh. Good question. That's a good question. I'm man. not going to say what's the best. What's your favorite? I'm not going to put you guys on the spot like that. Are Socrates. Socrates yeah? killed it, fam. Even we when I was watching it back. We got to save our black niggas. <laughs> 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 we got to save these young niggas. Yeah, he was fucking <laughs> in a bag, bro. Holy fuck. Man came up on stage with his son. Big fucking tall, like he's, his son's a grown man, yeah. right? He's like, yo, you gotta save these young niggas. At first, I thought it was young smoke, fam. Like, I thought it was one of the, like, bro, the man came out, like, he looked grown like a man guy. Things, bro. I'm like, light skinned man. Guy. had fronts, bro. Yeah, fam. I'm like, yo, Socrates, you sure that? Yeah, <laughs> I know this, but I'm like, yo, fam. He's a Scarborough G, man, fam. I'm like, G, yo, he's a, he's a young gully Scarborough man, probably, fam. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and like yeah, he after that he when he took the stage and started doing like some of his his classics, he didn't do Money or Love. He should have done that. Told you. But like, I was just, I got into fucking Memory Lane fam. I was like, this. Nigga I was waiting. I'm not bro. gonna lie. I was waiting. For, I was hearing anything. Dollar dollar bill. Yeah, but yeah, his performance was dope, fam. Yeah. You pimping like you. What about you guys? Me, I gotta give it to Julie, man. Julie killed. Julie Black. She. Hailed that shit, bro. Like her energy just coming on there. Like, mm-hmm. big up, yo. Well, let me hear the thirty-year-olds. Mm-hmm. You might not know my songs. <laughs> you know, she was, yeah, her, her just stage energy, presence. Yeah, her crazy. stage presence, mod crazy. I, I got to give it to Julie Black still. She killed it for me, fam. Yeah, man. Salute to everybody who was on the stage. But it, yeah, it does bring up a good question. And I want now that you know you're you're back, Gucci. It's good to even bring you on this conversation, like. Mm. Because Gutsy and I were talking about it the whole time we were there. Like, <laughs> yo, what one of these young bucks would be able to pack out the Phoenix or like a big concert hall, right? Mm-hmm. And we were just like, 
this person? Nah. <laughs> what about this person? No. Maybe if we put that person with this person, like we it literally became yeah, like a yeah, debate or a conversation. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I ask you, who do you think can pack out the Phoenix? Two things. By themselves. And then if it's a three-package deal, who, what three-package do you want to see in the Phoenix? Or like any like concert hall that holds like over a thousand people, like let's say 2,000 people. Um, I think Presley could do it. Yeah. Okay. Let's exclude a few people. <laughs> no Tory Lanes. No um, Smiley. Smiley or Presta. Take those away. Those three. We could just those three. Just those three. The yeah. underground Toronto guys. All right. So yeah. Kelly. <laughs> Kelly already did it. He, he did. did he did. He did okay. Phoenix. So. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Kelly's not underground, man. Okay. Um, he's underground still. I'm probably signed. But that's all. I think the crook right now, he's, 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 pangs. So you're saying by themselves? I'm saying together. Okay. So you got to put together a package deal then. Okay. Right? <laughs> what's a package deal? Like what's your three package deal? But I need to know you who's feel like your who's, first alone. Yeah. Do you feel like somebody could do it alone? Alone? Yes. Like a hoodlum, a roni, moolah. Like, do you feel like one of these guys are going to be able to pack out a show by themselves? Mm -hmm. I I, th I think I think Pangs because the reason why I would say Pegs are are can I say North I can't say Northside right Northside Benji is a good choice too. Can I? Yeah yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm gonna go with Northside. <laughs> Northside yeah. is definitely packing out. <laughs> yeah yeah no that's I I feel like a lot of people they miss that them. name of that person could do it. <laughs> I would say Northside North could do it. Yeah yeah yeah. Um I would say. I would say Pangs could do it. The reason why Pangs could do it because he gets a lot of support, like especially from Six mm. Buzz and Keep Like they they rock with Pangs. Like they feel like I think Pangs could do it. I think um K Money could do it. Okay, no, I think good choice for K Money because they already have a track record. They did the tour and that shit was packed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think K Money and. Casper just goes with K Money, so yeah. I don't know. Like, if, could I just say, you know, like I That's think those guys. Could, That's a fair. So, like, yeah, Pengs, Casper, K Money, Northside to me, and and those are all people by themselves. You're yeah, saying. that's by themselves. Okay, now three package deal. Give me one three package deal or two three package deals that would pack out that place. Ooh. The Pengs <laughs> is a really really good choice. By the way. Um, yeah, um, I never thought about Pengs. Um, package deal. Do I? It could be when anybody. I, could who be I anybody. brought up to? Yeah, you could bring out some, well, some nah, of those nah, people. Nah, they nah, already nah, pack nah, it nah, by nah, themselves. Yeah, yeah. Bring up other artists. Yeah. I to make it feel like, right. like, 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 for yeah. example, you said the crook. I'd okay. like two more names to the crook. All right. I'd say the crook. I'd say... Um, and don't worry about the poly shit. Just put them together, fam. Okay. The crook. That's six people. Um, I think people would pay to see that. The crook. You already know, like... Uh, Top five. Mm. Oh fuck! I was um, and I'll just throw in. Who's I throwing in there? with ask to be fired to. Um, I'd say I'd say friend. Okay, okay, that's a dope lineup. I go to see that. <laughs> I go to see that. What about you, Gutsy? Who's doing it by himself? And then who's doing it with a couple of people together? Top five is definitely doing it by himself. I think <laughs> top five doing it by himself. Eh? I think that's a possibility. Top five is doing Phoenix? it by himself. Yeah, for sure. I would like to see, um, well, we've already seen it um, solo, but I would like, to, I think possibly in a group thing, like Pyrex, Moolah, Pillar. 
Yeah. I think they'd be able to fucking sell out. Yeah, yeah. If all three of them together at the Phoenix, 2,000 people, let's say. I would even throw in a, a, let's get an oddball of young boys. And you get Cholo Cash, you get 7-7 Tommy, mm. you get Boulevard Biz, and maybe throw in like a Tia Banks. Okay. Something like that. I feel like that would be dope. And um, there's probably one, two guys we're forgetting about. Apolo- no apologies. You guys just, you know, <laughs> no it is what it is. I think like, a, like going back to the Wasp Gang. I yeah. think no matter what lineup you do, I think you're so, you're selling out. Whether it be like Burner Bands, YG, and whoever, mm. I think that that's that's a sell off, regardless. Okay, I said by themselves mm-hmm. for sure. Like, I think top five can maybe do it by himself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, 3M French, I think maybe able to do it by himself too. Yeah. I think yeah. he might have enough of a fan base that he with some openers that are just lesser known. We'll get it. We'll get it popping really quick. I put Bushman into my young boy into the new or newer oh, yeah, artist. I forgot about. Bushman. I put mm-hmm. Bushman into there. I think he'd be. He's getting a lot of fan base too, where he'd be able to pack off something. And I think maybe Hawaii Mighty might be able to do it by herself. Mm, I was thinking her too, but yeah. didn't she sign? Yeah, but she's still underground, fam. Sign doesn't mean that you're like LB Spiffy's still underground. He's he's been signed. True. You know what I'm saying? Fucking um. No, you're, Swagger right was is, is is underground. He was signed. Yeah, no, no, you're right. You're you know right. What I'm saying, but like her, she has enough people that even when I I do the the surveys and stuff on the street, a lot of people know her name, fam. You know what I'm saying? Like she she gets around a lot of different circles. So I think that right there will help her pack out the place. Three package deal. I would say like the crook, um, the crook and sick people. What you said before that. Fucking dope because they could do a little yeah, verses or verses, something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, like squash the beef and let's just fucking do a show together and like get it popping. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, fuck LB Spiffy. Oh, also by themselves, YG. Mm. I think YG could do it by himself. I think YG can do it by himself. After seeing that shit, when we seen the smiley shit, the way people were going off, yeah, I think people would pull up. Himself. Yeah, by themselves. But like. Um, who did I say? LB Smith, LB Spiffy, Jay Neat, and I'll throw in a lady, Goldie London. Maybe like Paris. Or Paris. Oh my gosh. Actually, yeah. Yeah. No offense to Goldie London, but I'll switch. <laughs> if I'm going to switch a lady out, I'm going to put Paris in there because I, as a promoter, I want to make sure. Rama, rama. No, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's no this because Goldie London, has, she hasn't really dropped anything in a while. Right? Exactly. Exactly. So it's like she's kind of cooled down her whatever she had. But and Paris is just going off right now. So yeah. She's consistently going off. So I feel like she'd more bring more people right now. Yeah. Based on the numbers on the streams and all that shit. Too. All right. Since we all name a bunch, you have to name only one. Who's your number one that is going to be sold out? That I think it's going to be sold out? Yeah. <laughs> you have to run with I'm going to run with YG. Over you. Doovie. Oh fuck, we <laughs> oh, forgot about yeah. Doovie. <laughs> I don't need me love, I need Yo, me loyalty. Bro. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's going on in my brain, but I'm not thinking. We completely <laughs> like, forgot about Doovie. Like, I don't that know. Doovie I fucking ramming the place, oh, making yeah, it a mess. Because we, we feel like he's like up there with like the Benjis, the Smileys, because it's just like a default. Yeah. And Northside <laughs> Benji, I forgot about too. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, they're, de- they're, de- they're default, uh, fam. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, yes, they're underground, but we know you put them, like, you put a flyer that says Northside Benji performing, fam, that's yeah. selling out, fam. No, Anywhere I'm putting my money on that too, fam. A- any of those top guys, Doovy, YG, 
yeah, I feel like those guys are definitely selling out, fam. It doesn't matter what's going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let's see if we could squeeze one more news story before our guests get here. And big up Scratch again, man, for putting that together. Like, that's a really big thing that the DJs and yeah. just all the man in general could do something like that. Like, I don't, I like, I don't think people really understand how big that is to put together a bunch yeah. of big acts, get them together, all that shit, fam. So big up starting from scratch, man. And, and probably not easy neither. Let me see Charlie B. Bot here too. Charlie mm. forward. Forward. Um, The TTC, just in bad news here. The TTC attacks are on the rise. There was one woman that was pushed into the tracks. Oh, and then today or, you know, yesterday in Tomorrowland right now, some guy got stabbed in the tracks too by Queen Station. So this is like within a 48-hour range. Yeah. Last week we were reporting on the Brooklyn guy, you know what I'm saying? Like and, and then the situation that was going on, not, not just at Brooklyn, but at Sherbert Station. Sherbert right? Station was like last week too. So like in a two-week span, three incidents, like major incidents in the TTC. It's like it's it's one of the most unsafest places, just period. No matter mm. what you do, where you go, it's one of the unsafest places you could go. It's pretty much free game when you get into, like, when you walk down those stairs, fam. Yeah. It's free game even sometimes when you get on the bus. So it's just, like, it's unsafe. Like, the security's got to step up. And hopefully, like, the city just, the city puts together something because, again, it, it helps out with the jobs and shit. People need mm-hmm. jobs right now. So you can put security there, uh, more people working, just, just on there, just on the trains, on the outsides, on every station or every other station. You need that, fam, because, again, like, Somebody's getting beat up on a train that's going from like Sherburn to something, whatever. The time that it's taking for to get help, that person can get fucked up by the time they get to the bleed next out, stop. Fam, unfortunately, so exactly. So yeah. it's like beat up. They're getting stabbed. They can get shot. They can get killed, raped, all kinds of crazy shit. So no, it's facts. Yeah, fam, it, it, it's unsafe as fuck. It's scariest shit, fam. And I think someone cursed over there. Like, how's everything happen right there like, at the same time? Yeah, at the same time. Like, what's going on? Like, is that like? Spooky times. Yeah. Time. That's, like, Did they build the subway over a graveyard or something? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you know one thing with the, the the most popular one where shit goes down is the Bloor and Young subway, right? Mm-hmm. You might there might be something to that. You never know what that shit was built on. You, you got to go back and do some research, yeah. fam. There was a story about that in somewhere in the West. I remember in Rex where they talked about the buildings where everybody was like dying, and I think it was like somewhere in Steels, Kipling and Steels, or one of them. Mm-hmm. And they said like before this whole ground was like a graveyard burial, and they yep. stopped it and put the buildings up. I was like, that's mod, mod. <laughs> yeah, man, because like. Even over at Bloor and, and uh, Young Subway, there's been shootings over there. There's been enough shit has happened over there. It's, it's not safe, fam. Definitely, yeah, definitely. And nope. the area is not safe neither. So a lot of those people who are hanging out outside in the shelters and just on road doing whatever they do, they use the subway to, to chill out and stay low or get warm. Like, it's nasty. Well, not just that, man. You just need better security on the subways. That, like, Facts. The areas are going to be the areas at the end of the day, but I think more than anything, you have to get security on the subway stations. That's a bigger problem more than anything because I think, but like you said, the, the attacks are on the rise, right? So you're going to just see more of them. The world's opening up. A lot of these people, again, mental health, nobody's getting checked, but they're getting back yep. into the world and just living life like it's supposed to be normal. Like Dashing them back in the street. Nah, fam. So, yeah, they, they got to fix up there. Yeah, man. Yeah, this last thing I want to even say on the, the on the subway is like I'm not a nigga who's ashamed to say I take the fucking subway. You know mm. what I'm saying? And there's times where I'm getting off of like the, the subway near my crib, and like I'm coming up the stairs and there's people just chilling there, like mm-hmm. like some shady fucking characters doing like 
doing needles and shit like that. Sometimes the security's right there, fam. And they just can't even do shit. Like, they're like, they're just looking at them. They're scared. Yeah, like, there's two of them. There's three of them sitting there, and they're just like, what, motherfucker? Do something. (laughs) Pull up, pussy. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. Um... Let's see if we could uh, get to some music here. And and our guests are are, are gonna be pulling up just, just now. You know what I'm saying? But let's get to our top six music videos this week. Um, I think I put together a nice little list here uh, of all Toronto, you know what I'm saying? So big salute to everybody over here in the six. And there's a couple of features from out of town. But um, let's get to it. Number six, 777 Tommy, whole world. I'm just gonna let you guys know I'm very high right now. I've been smoking all fucking day, bro. It's 420, yo. I know, but like I'm really high already. Like it's crazy. Dreams are getting rich, so I put work to get in it. Uh-huh. It's a cold world, a you gon' need my swear when you spin. I don't gotta look behind me, cause my brody got my back. He told me, fuck nice. that other shit, you gon' fall with the rap. You know I'm signed to the trap, but I got love for the mic. The only way I feel good when I put Somewhere drugs downtown. in my spray. I be perfect, say dreaming, going through the night. If I wake up and I lose it all, stay by my side. If I told you I ain't feeling pain, that would be a lie. Hit the trenches with a nine pack, guarantee I make it fly. Started with a half a zip, now I ain't never. If you take an L, you bringing out the K, fam. What you know about that, bro? But them one damn. <laughs> I'm about to fool and do this right thing. Yeah, this is this is um shot really really well. This is yeah. a super dope video. The song is alright, but like the video is super freaking dope, man. Yeah, I don't even know if this is here when I'm looking at the subway station here. I think it is. Yeah. I think it's the other subway. Yeah, because I feel like this might be a, like. I got a Jimmy's pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because he might be in Montreal, fam. That's yeah, what you're I'm right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You know what I'm saying he might be at the around. metro. That's what they call it over in Montreal. Yeah, you, know you know might be saying? somewhere else, somewhere else. But it's it's well shot. Like he's stepping uh, his game up with the yo. The man's going in the back over there, fam. Yo, that's dangerous, bro. You know he really did it. Too, <laughs> well, yeah, he's doing it. What do you mean? You know he really did it. He just did it on the video, fam. <laughs> Gotta do a quick us yeah. <laughs> film that one take, man. You probably seen a rat or something. Like nah, 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 nah. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh man, yeah, man. Big up to um, we love hip hop alumni 777 Tommy, man. That always happens at the end of your video. What the screen? Oh, yeah, yeah. Salute to the people in the listening audience. Sometimes people be like, Yo, what is this guy talking about? If you don't like watch, (laughs) that's he's talking about the end of screen thing that pops up on YouTube with the other selections. So there's a bunch of videos that pop up, and something like always coincidentally like pops in my mind. Chaos. I was playing him the other day. No, no, uh, not even just that. He should have been. He was. He's the one person that should have been on that stage. He, you don't even live here. That's the thing. Doesn't matter. He he should have been on that stage. Yeah. yeah. Um. Big up seven seven times. Yeah, man. But let's get to number five. Five. Young early. Slug it home. Six views on cut. I love it. Let's see what's going on with Mister Mister Thompson here. 
Chobo, don't put that shit out, nigga. Other, don't do that shit. Oh, you haven't seen this video? And they get their money. I've seen, I seen a bit of it. Who? Let me save it for the pod. Who, nigga? Corey, who or not, nigga? Who's that? Boss Mahdi. Who's that? Six views uncut. Alumni. Too much. Nah, we're getting money. Let's go. He got fired and he's working on music videos now. He's slugging it out. He's going high. We're good. You don't need to check. We're good. Why is he moving like that? <laughs> you gotta stay. Little, little pit gotta stay. You gotta stay. Trust, I trust that nigga more than these niggas. I trust that nigga more than these niggas. I trust that nigga more than these niggas, man. <laughs> yo, what's going on with Young Early? He's trying to get his Oscar on it. Three, three, three. Yeah. Like, yo, I can act to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably his dog's too. This preemie guy with the We gon' slug it out. We gon' toss it out. Let's go. We gon' fuck the club up. We gon' turn up now. They want guns, they want phones. We got drugs and now. She want guns, she want love, she want toss it now. Let's go. Off this gas, off the perk. She want bubble now. Uh huh. Smoke this gas to myself. We ain't passing around. Them people love the first of the month. Yeah, we cashing out. All of the sauce, all of this water. Left them in the truck. We gon' run it up. Go ahead, fuck it up. Uh -huh. Give me the Maybach truck. Go ahead, turn me up. Smoking on gas, it's run. She trying to spare my funds. She better make these runs. Bring me a pound of this gun. Let's go. She trying to set me up. Close the back door, we stuck. Big homie gon' get that gun. Out of state, we make it all fun. I'm tripping, they can't get enough. Underrated, they said it was luck. When you down, they showing you love. When you up, they giving no fucks. I just keep watching the fight scene, making sure Bingo don't get beat up, yo. <laughs> yo, Bingo, yo. Yo, man, what do y'all think of this video, yo? Yeah, another video that shot well, man. I think yeah. Mac mm. did this one too, yo. Yeah, Mac's on fire right now. Mac's a problem right <laughs> now. We're going to see Mac again on this uh, list. But yeah, 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 man. Uh, Early's doing this thing, bro. He just needs to be consistent, drop more tunes. Yes. Uh, and I think he'll be fine. Yeah. He's yeah, got the yeah. look, you know what I'm saying? He's got uh, the, the, the sound. Mm -hmm. Early just needs to drop more tunes, and I think he'll be fine. Yeah, man. Fun little fan base. Mm -hmm. What do you think of this, Gooch? No, I like this. Though. I'm not gonna lie. Um, the video is hard. The videos, mm -hmm. the visuals hard. Um, I like his flow on it. You know what I mean? And shout out to Bingo Basmati. You know what I mean? Nice Lord. Acting, but yeah, no, I like this though. Yeah, man. Big up to Young Early, man. Yeah, very dope video. The tune is a bop. I, it had me moving. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I couldn't even control myself, fam. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So so. I, it's definitely, definitely, you're definitely in the pocket. Um, and the video is fire. It's, everything on the video is fire. Lighting, everything, man. Big up to Young Early on this one right now. I know videos are getting a lot better. Yes, we're competing, yo. Um, but let's get to number five. We Love Hip Hop Alumni. Jellystone. Stay cold. Is there not an alumni on the list there, fam? I don't know. Actually, there is. There is. There There's is. just one. Everybody else is alumni. I know. Holy We interview fuck, a lot of people, fam. fam. We busy. We got to buy Toronto <laughs> just now. <laughs> Ain't nobody else to interview. Pick up the brown guy made it. Let's go. Stay cold in the 
Yes, Saying it's mine, make his punk ass die at the same moment. This ain't a game, homie. That's why every day, Miss Laura asks Sister Julie to pray for me. Fuck what you say, homie. Do what you feel, just make sure that you do it for real. And put that on my hood, niggas north of the border. Strapped up, wrap up, we got coke on the corner. And the CA, it's a crown attorney, no DA. But same judge and jury convict you on how you behave. Same old fiends on the corner smoking free base. The same block wearing the same clothes for three days. Same feeling in the hood, everybody trying to make it out. The same's real in the hood, everybody ain't gonna make it out. Same niggas running around like they don't care. Same niggas gotta feel cause they don't hear. Same poor people and poor living conditions. Where police patrol the same as though we living in prison. Same trick, same hustle, same game, same trap. Ever since the first fiend took a hit and came back. Same punk politicians and they broken promise. And they ain't never listen, so ain't no hope for tomorrow's kids Same rats and roaches, same gats and toasters Only difference is, out here we mash the coaches In the C-A-C-N-A-C-V-A What y'all think of this right here? This would have been good in 98 Okay, okay, okay Not really, you know, it's not 2022 It's not 2022 vibes But, you know, Jelly's trying to do a thing But yeah, it's not 2022 vibes, Jelly Jelly's my guy, I like Jelly, man Yeah, yeah, yeah you know the the uh, what is the hood is here and fucking money can't buy me happiness. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this this, mm-hmm. this is not twenty twenty two vibes. Um, I listen. The thing is with this track here, I think that Jelly still has it, but what he could have done is maybe updated the beat. beats. Yeah, the beat was yeah. the beat was like way too old school for me. Yeah, if he had gotten like some of those new beats like how <laughs> Derringer and fucking Axel. Hit Boy and those guys. We'll get Axel. Axel. We'll get them, yeah, yeah. We'll I think he would have it still. You know what I'm saying? Because lyrically, I think he's, he still has it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he can rap. It's not like he can't rap. I just felt like this is this is for like like the old school shit, fam. Mm-hmm. That's cool, but you know, 2022, Jelly. So if you're going to drop some shit, fam, you got to be up to date with the shit that's going. Mm-hmm. But it's good to mm-hmm. see him be, you know, he's still doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? He's still performing and shit like that. So big up Jelly Stone. Yeah, man. And the video is dope too, man. You know what I'm saying? I want to know what the fuck is in that container though. Um, Yeah, man. <laughs> what Hopefully nobody's. Um, Gucci, um, what do you think of this here? I like the visual on this still, you know. Um, It's all right still, you know. It's all right. So I'm not really a fan of the old school type of, you know, like flow and stuff. But no, it's all right. So I like it today. Okay, okay. Listen, I'm being real with you guys. <laughs> I'm being a real, real jelly because I hope Jelly's not like these emotional fucking younger guys. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, I'm be real with it. You know? Like, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, Jelly. Yeah, I want to see Jelly if he's gonna come do some like because we seen Frankie Payne and the other guys kind of like do something mm-hmm. like that meshed in with this era kind of shit so yeah. it's possible they can do it fam. so I don't want to tell him like yo you can't rap or anything but I wasn't really feeling it yeah yeah well big up to Jellystone you know what I'm saying number four in the country this week Um, before I get to number three Gucci do me a favor Um, unlock the door our guests are, are, are coming up right now Um, we're gonna be uh, timestamp this well remember the Ellie's thing they can't get to the fifth floor Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They should be able to see it on the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. sign on there. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Um, but let's get to number three. Number three, DJ Charlie B okay. and Roy Woods. Okay. Speeding. 
not alumni. The only non-alumni is on our list. Is that BZ? That BZ? Well, bro. Well, no. Talk to me. Is this R is this R and B or hip hop? That's a fucking good question. Because like I know Roy Woods is an R and B guy, right? Mm-hmm. So like I don't know if this is, but it's fucking wavy as shit. Regardless, um, <sighs> to me it feels like um DJ Charlie B is getting Roy Woods out of his shell, mm-hmm. and it's like he's giving him this energy again, this dope flow. I don't know. I, I'm rocking with it. I'm rocking with it. Who's <laughs> that? <laughs> Legend. Okay, Legend. okay, okay. Big up to Red on, One in the building. Oh, and DJ came on the building. We are blessed. We are blessed. Um, just grab you a seat right live. there. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and we're, we're just going to finish up our intro segment and we'll, we'll get with you in a, in a quick second. Uh, um, continue, Gatti. But yeah, no, no, no. This is dope, man. Uh, uh, like I said, Charlie B seems like he's getting him out of his, I don't know, his shell or whatever mm. because he looks like he's having fun. He's doing his thing. This video is dope as fuck. And like, yeah. Charlie B is just on fire. Charlie B can't miss right now. You see, okay, what you brought up with the whole is he singing or rapping? It's a question that I think we're going to have later on when we uh, get into some more discussions and stuff about Doja Cat and stuff like that. Because the lines are getting blurred these days on what's rapping and who's, you know, what category to put different people in or if to put them in categories at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So definitely, definitely something that we're going to have to put on the Pinterest board. But good question. This shit right here, though, I feel like it's rapping. You know what I'm saying? From what I heard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, to me, it's like a melodic bag, though. Mm. Like, this sounds like a Chris Brown-ish type thing. And I know Chris Brown raps, too. But it's like, you know, it, it blurs the line so much, fam. Because it's like, yo, you guys, like, when you're... Fuck, bro. When you're doing that, like, melodic rap shit, you just can't tell, fam. Yeah, to me, yeah. this sounds like an R&B track. Just... Just spitting a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is dope. Regardless, it's dope. It's well, what, fucking fire. What you think, Gooch? Fire, fire. Visual, crazy visual. Actually, like, this is my pick of the week, stuff. Okay. Playhouse, oh, you know, like, Charlie B, like he just, he's just killing me. Charlie B. And yeah, like, he, 
the the beats hard. Mm-hmm. Way how Roy came on it, like you know how he just dirtied up the track, bro. He just knows how to just flow and just how to sing, like you know, like yeah. everything just just fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, big up to Roy Woods. Big up to DJ Charlie B on this one. Number three in the country this week. Mm-hmm. But number two. Number two was Bugs, Running Man. We love hip hop alumni. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yo, fam. Watch, watch it. Six views, Uncle Alumni, and the directorial. Yeah. <laughs> and this is filmed in the same fucking building. <laughs> Oh, nice. right. I know, right? Maybe you could miss me with that bull. I ain't your other man. Yeah, she was trying to cuff a nigga, but I had some other plans. Niggas talking gangsta and they rap it. I don't see his cat. Every time that pack touched down, I do the runner, man. Maybe you could miss me the with running that bull. I ain't your other man. She was trying to cuff a nigga, but I had some other plans. Niggas talking gangsta and they rap it. I can see his cat. The way I step out the walls, like you gotta be. It doesn't have the same beat, bro. They thought my heart was cold. <laughs> so you're running, man? it's just a 20 fam chill you're gonna see another one just now yo man i think this is a really fucking dope video man yeah i, I was there for a little bit of it well, no, hey. Watch this guy. I get around. You really outside now, eh? Round and round. Yeah. really outside for real. He took offense when you guys were like, oh, this guy's just inside. He really took offense. I'm outside, motherfuckers. I'm outside. Everywhere, fam. Yeah, man. Let me I'm find stupid. out you're one of the guys masked up in the fucking music video and shit. Stop. I need to relax. <laughs> yeah. Yo, calm your 80, the 80 year old ass up, old man. Oh, I get this old guy out of here, fam. <laughs> but no, this is dope. Bugs is doing his thing. Like, he's really putting his name on here. Stamp him being one of the more consistent guys. Mm-hmm. I think, like, every fucking... Uh, he's one that's putting out music videos maybe two, three a month now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's going off still. Look at the views on that, crow. Look at the views, Crowdy. <laughs> How many views you got on that, crow? <laughs> yeah, man. Man's doing his thing, fam. Yeah, man. Big up to Bugs, man. What about you, Goots? What you think? Nah, this is, this is dope. I like it still. Like, he has... It has a vibe, like, you know, it has a vibe to it, like a bop to it, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I could hear this, like, you know, in the club and shit, like, no, I like how he's moving, like, he brings the energy, he's just, he's, you know, he's just character more, he's, he's feeling himself, he's in the zone, like, mm-hmm. I like it, so, you know, like, definitely a dope video, dope track, dope beat, <laughs> everything's dope, so. Doing some wild things in, in this little parking lot <laughs> over here. Oh, <laughs> But yeah, man, big up the bugs right there. I feel like there's a big, sorry, really quick. It feels like there's a bigger meaning to his video. Yeah, and we're just not catching it because it's so funny and shit. Yeah. But like, I think there's a bigger meaning to it. There's a lot of his messages and shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. Big up the bugs on this one. Big up to Macadelic on the video. Even that booty popping part, I think there's a bigger meaning. But who knows? That yeah. part, there's probably a bigger meaning. Hey. I really <laughs> think things get bigger when I see that part. Pause. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to number one. One I don't know why my fucking sound effects have been doubling up today. Why you just said that? 
This <laughs> is getting summertime, yo. Number one, Portion featuring Toozy Eastside. Portion, we love hip hop alumni. Yes, sir. Yo, all the way up the fucking list. Yo, yeah. Holy fucking bro. Fuck, you can put DJ Charlie B at the We Love Hip Hop uh, Insta Live interview alumni. Yeah, this is music. Pull up! Riding on the east side with it, east side with it. Uh-huh. And they watch my every move so I can't fall to no fear. Got a lot lately, I honey, but they can't fall with my niggas. It's fucked up, I had to buy without you. You got the Expo hat. I'm on the west side with it, I miss my niggas. I'm in LA with the vibes, but I still ride with you. There's nothing like the bottom when you really down in it. I just hope you ride with me. Gucci <laughs> can't get over the body. He's like, oh, these send that on. <laughs> yeah, nah, uh, dude, this is dope. So I like it. I like the visual. I like, I like how he's coming on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like his delivery. Um, his, he coming on points, the drip, everything. You know, like, and like that baddie in this video. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, <at> demand. <laughs> no, portion. Portion is one of the guys that dropped one of the better videos. So like, mm-hmm. can't lie. Like his, his videos are dope as fuck. Yeah. And the song is just you know, too, even too. See when he came on and shit. Like it's just a dope song, fam. Dope visuals, Survive. everything. Like I'm glad that they're pushing it the way that they're pushing it right now because it it deserves this, fam. Mm-hmm. And she is a baddie still. <laughs> she's a <bad. laughs> That look that she just gave, like a man's paying attention to her and she's just looking at the camera, like. <laughs> so somebody's gonna send this to her. <laughs> you did a great job. I hope they paid you well. Good job, Freddie. Good job. Right. Good girl. Good girl. Um, but yeah, man, big up the portion, big up the two C on this. You know what I'm saying? Portion doing big things. We love hip hop alumni. Yeah, man. Proud to see it, man. Proud to see it. Um, quick thing before we um get to our interview segment here, also. I want to um big up something here. I want to try something new. Quick fast. And like maybe next week, like I can get you guys to put somebody who's on your radar. Mm. Okay, I don't, I don't have any like intro music or sound effects to it or anything. I'm sorry, guys, I, I failed you. But <laughs> <laughs> um, Double M, mm. she's yeah. on my radar right now. Yeah, she's going off. She's stupid with it, fam. Yeah, she's not. She's dirty. Holy she's fuck! Not let like the rest of them still, and and she has that like UK kind of flow with her. Yeah. yeah I shouldn't even say UK, more like a, a West Indian. Who is I that? don't know, but Who is that? Double M. Okay, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play you something. Throw on, man. Are you gonna play the new track? It's called Detroit Freestyle. Detroit Freestyle. Yeah. I found it off your page. 
Believe me, it's me. He's so in love when I hang up, he call back. Big slime like the baby, I fuck him, then fall back. Double M in this bitch, and I'm talking in all caps. Who sits next to me? You bitches is all wax. Tierra, I'm on a tilt, uh. Big body built, uh. Spread out like a quilt, uh. Bitch, I need some milk, uh. I ain't got no kids, but he fucked me like a milk. That nigga cried when I left, so I'm fucking him out of guilt. Girls don't cry, so I suck it up like a pimp. Hold a nigga by a thread, now we hanging on like a chip. fucking phone, man. But we know this. These are the, the black boy twitches and people like that. When they go off like this, people kind of like, kind of like, no, nah, yo, da, 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 da. But she goes off. She goes ham. Yeah, yeah but bro. fam, did you hear what you said about the man? Them like, she's going to fuck him out of guilt. Like the nigga was like all like sad and shit. So she just, all right, here, man. Like, shut up, nigga. Oh, like, no, no. Oh, just, oh. That I, one hit me in the yo, gut, fam. I, I feel this. <laughs> I ain't got no kids, but he fucked me like a milk. That nigga cried when I left, so I'm fucking him out of guilt. He cried when she left, cry, So I suck it up like a pimp. Hold a nigga by a thread, now he hanging on like a chimp. Pansy, you bitches can't stand me. Now I'm a dumb bitch, because I said he can't smash me. You see how men think when they want to hold a nasty. I mean, my, I mean my feelings right now. Positive. Positive. She hurt me. She hurt me. I mean, my feelings right now, because that happened to me the other day. <laughs> <laughs> you call it <laughs> no, I'm talking about this fucking up a guilt. <laughs> she, cried. she cried when she left, so she fucking him out of guilt. That's a fucking rude bar, yo, fam. Yo. Soul, fam. That freeze frame right there? Hold on. <laughs> Said you can't gang me, take who for idiot. No, I don't agree with take that. Sometimes I think you think I'm the one, but I'm really not. And I don't give not one fuck, not a teeny dot. Hot Bro, like a- how the fuck you rhyme idiot with teeny, teeny dot? dot. <laughs> Yo, y'all go follow double M. I'm go, fucking go, losing go my shit right now. Is, is this her YouTube? Please tell me she has her own YouTube. Yeah, this is this is her. Steamy pot, make a mess. My bad. This is her YouTube. Your YouTube YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> You fucking, <laughs> she got me giddy with this shit, bro. And I clean it up fast. R.I.P. Kamal got me fucked up. Killer innocent. Now a nigga think he won up. Waste man never have smoke for the real ops. Close range, still shot, cooling down, but I'm still hot. Man, they killed my best finished. friend and twisted up the whole plot. Damn, it's a cold fucking world that we live in. You wouldn't believe the situations I've been in. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't believe the dusty battles I still win. Mm-hmm. I'ma sell this music and run it up like a kingpin. No back, real rap. Hope okay, the man okay, to feel that. Stop. Just fucking stop. Go follow Double M. Go, go subscribe to her shit. She's a problem. I'm tired. I'm, problem. <laughs> yeah. I'm like exhausted from the bars, fam. You know when them things like when like the person just keeps on punching you with punchlines, you're just like, yo. And he's to take a like a, a fucking like nap after I listen, bro. Like, lyrical like <laughs> energy, bro. You know what I'm saying? Fam, like, yo, Red, you know the one there I'm talking about. Like, you're just like, yo, how many bars did you like? What did you do before you went to the yeah. studio, fam? She read, she drank like 10 Red Bulls, fam. <laughs> um, okay, let's get to our break here. I'm gonna let's keep it running with her shit and we'll go to the fucking break. Let's go fucking double M. They soon free, Rod burn up like a racetrack. You cannot deny Episode 269, man. They love We're back, man. Gucci's back in the building. Yeah. 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 Ask about me. They'll tell you. Mama Wana. Give me one mic, a steady beat, and a tie. The mama wanna kill me. Let's go. I'm a legend, a young queen. A W's a must. And I ride for the gal damn milk gang in the cut five. We love hip hop. Get to my Spotify. 
Hold on, you can't be looking at my laptop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, we're recording. For, by the way, for any for the people in the listening audience, this is a special moment right here. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's take it back. Let's take it back. Special episode. First thing, my burps. Made Buddha bless you, cause he blessed me. In form of smoke from a tree with oh. abilities to summon powers of the dreaded fix. As a lyricist, to the world as a terrorist. So from a distance, you got to recognize this week. Black belt applicants to the eighth degree. The champ gathers me. Red one. Oh shit! It's crazy because I I remember I used to watch this music video on Much Music. Like, yo, <laughs> I gotta fucking get on this station first, and I gotta meet these motherfuckers right here because the dude, the dread, both of them, but the dread was like. Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> this guy, <laughs> lyrical monster, fam. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So that, I, I have the special honor here. Big salute to all the people in the viewing audience, all the people who are watching on YouTube, all that, you know, smash the like button, all that good shit. Back here at the Visionary Art Center. But we have here today um, Juno Award winning. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Um, doer of multiple tours, hey, <laughs> seller of multiple records, and um, viewee of multiple music videos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he still got it on the stage. Holy, still got it. Well, for the people who are in the viewing audience who are like, "Holy shit, a lie!" We have the rascals in the motherfucking building, G. Red One and DJ Kimo. G. Hey. Yeah, yeah, what's up, everybody out there? Van City in the building. Holy fuck. Hold on. I'm, I'm late with my sound effects today. Man. I'm sorry, man. Um, we're in a different part of the studio here. Hold yeah, on. I got to switch effects. it up for the mandem, man. You know, sound effects coming. Right around. Oh, Lee, you're trying to death off. I know. It's a little, a little loud. Okay, so guys, we, we're coming, I guess, kind of out of a pandemic or something like that, right? Yeah. How has it been for the last two years for you guys, man? Because like you're, we got to see y'all performing your touring acts. So how's it been for the last two years? Well, we've been, you know, it's just been just how it's been for everybody. Just, <laughs> we just been in the crib chilling, waiting for all this shit to pass. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah, now that, you know, they've lifted up uh, some of these sanctions they put on us, you know, just kind of getting back out there a little bit, doing our, you know, Blessing the stage here and there. We got another show. We just did a show. Uh, you guys were at, at yep. uh, Phoenix Nightclub mm-hmm. with uh, Cardinal, Julie Black, Chocolate, Maestro, Socrates. You know, some of the Canadian classics out there. It was a dope time. And uh, then next, we're going to Vancouver to, uh, we're doing a festival called Safe and Sound Festival. I think nice. It's on the 29th of May. And yeah, that's featuring uh, Ty Dollar Sign and you know, cool, no? other acts. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. <clears throat> you want to shoot before I shoot? Well, I was just thinking because you said Ty Dolla Sign. Who's like the biggest artist for you that you I was just thinking the like, same fucking thing. Yeah. 
that for me that I performed. Yeah, that yeah. you were just like kind of like starstruck, <laughs> and you're like, "Yo, that's 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 so an easy, so. That's an easy one. Um, I would say definitely Barrington Levy, uh, <laughs> Gangstar, and EPMD. Carol. Well, you didn't just uh, see Barrington. That's a little bit different. You got a motherfucking nah, feature with sure. homie. Like, mm, we won't get into sure. that, but like. Now this this guy left out a legendary show with KRS. The, ah, wow. the Montre- mm. We did Montreal and we did here in Toronto. Both those shows were nuts. Jeez. Yes, yes, yes. I forgot about that show. Okay, so there's been a lot, man. We, yeah, we, we've rocked with a lot of people who we looked up to. Um, you know, most of the cats that we came up like, you know, geeking about their music and knowing every words to their songs, like you know. Uh, Smith and Wesson, wasn't there, Black Moon, wasn't there a Carabana? Wasn't there a Carabana? We opened for Beat Nuts and then P Diddy and the Fam and shit. Did wow! That. Leaders of the New School Jeez Tribe. We, we've done like you know. Uh, did we do the Cypress Hill show? Like we did Funk Dubious. That's funny because we were playing Cypress Hill on mm. top of the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Souls of Mischief. Um, we were talking wow. about social mischief after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Common sense. Oh, man, we're, we're uh, hold on, were you on the same show with Souls of Mischief and Too Short? They, they were touring back in like. 93. No, we were we were on tour with Souls of Mischief. We toured oh. Europe with Soul, Souls okay. of Mischief. Um, yeah, like literally, and we've been lucky in that sense. Like I would say, ninety percent of the groups that we listened to and really took to heart, we got had a chance to. To meet in person, meet, we've yeah. we've done shows with them, tours with them, like you know what I mean. So yeah. we've been really blessed in that yeah, aspect. Wu Tang one at Macombo, wasn't it? Uh, Holy fuck, Wu Tang. No, it Wu-Tang was great. Was it was Grave Diggers. Holy Diggers shit! That, All right, this guy Macombo. R.I.P. One of the Grave Diggers passed away too. I remember that too. Yeah, so. R.I.P. To, to whoever the name escapes me. So okay, let's let's jump around on the tour for a second then before we even get to the history and stuff. What's the What's one person that you met and you were like, kind of like fanned out? Because, you know, after a while you start getting used to, okay, we're going to be touring with this person, this person, this person. But you're like, holy shit, I'm getting to meet this person? Whoa. And then I have a follow-up to that. <laughs> it's, that's a tough one. Definitely KRS-One would have been one of those uh, people. And uh, Yeah, because he, he invited us to New York and to do a collab. To collabo, so he to took us around. Had like, to be in his video. He took Crazy. us around Harlem in his in his Mercedes. I remember he pulled up to a spot, got his weed, and then oh, went to the dope. studio. And mm-hmm. yeah, man, it was, it was, it was a real trip. Okay, uh, yeah, that's that's that's. A, I'd have to actually sit back and think about that one because, again, like I was we the Rascals, we, we were we were real students and fans of hip hop. Like mm. our crew, we had. Every element of hip hop. We had the DJ producer. We had the MCs with B boys. The dancers. One of our dancers was a graffiti. Had a graffiti crew called uh, AA Crew. For real, eh? So we had the graffiti. Like yeah, really living. That album cover. No, not really living. No. Um, Cash Crop. <clears throat> mm. That album cover is uh, him and his crew. They did like a twenty foot. That was like fifty foot wall, bro. That thing was massive. Like twenty five. As big, bigger than bigger than than that wall in front of us. They they just did that whole mural. Yeah, we just took a picture of it. This picture it. right here, is what yeah. I'm looking at my laptop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, we yeah. did that. And just made it. Took that's a picture of a, a like a fifty. That's a mural. Foot wall on a mural. Wow. So I'm gonna put that up on the screen one after. That's dope. I didn't yeah. know that. So you know, like being a real student, 
and and, and a fan of hip hop, the culture, the music, the everything. I would say like, and coming from Vancouver, like it's, it's like we're way out in the West, the Northwest. Mm. And it's not like we're in uh, Toronto where it's a hop jump and a skip to New York, yeah. Detroit, all these other, like we were just in our own Yo, this, bubble, in our zone. That's so the pic. you can grab it from my Ooh. Facebook. So yeah. getting- I'm gonna go on your Facebook and grab that. Yeah, having, a, you, cha- ha- having a chance to just, uh, you know, just meet these artists, cool. like, when so when Souls of Mischief came out, like we were big Souls fans, mm. to, to be able to jump on stage with them, and so you know, even when we were touring across Europe with Common Sense, like we was we were we toured like 20, 20 something countries with Common, like crazy, you know, like, and it's always just been, yeah, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? like, yeah, I, yeah. There's never been a situation where I've never been like. I can't believe this is happening because yeah, you do get used to being in the rooms with, you know, certain people. But again, it's just like we were just a bunch of friends that just had a love and a passion for something. Mm-hmm. We were able to grow it into this entity, this this thing, and that a took business. us all yeah. over the world, and that put us in the room with an Everybody. array of people that we were fans of and, you know, <clears throat> we were able to make money and, you know, win awards and do certain things. And like, you dream about this stuff, but mm-hmm. like- Yeah, I really did it. You know, you, it, when it's happening, it's just, it's surreal. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, wait a minute. You gotta pinch yourself for a second, you know what I'm saying? Yo, can you take us back? Because how did you all link? Mm-hmm. And then how did you get the name Rascals? Cause I'm, I'm assuming that you guys were also young, Wow, boys back in the day. <laughs> but yeah, how did all y'all link? Well, we, we went to the same high school. And at first, before we were a rap group, we were all dancers. Oh, so we were all just B-boys and stuff like that. So Makes we sense were, for a question I have later. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, so we would just be going to these. Back then, we were, we were in high school and we couldn't get into the clubs and stuff. So they would have like a van. They would be going. They would Change always dance. be underage dances and, mm-hmm. and, and parties. And we'd go there and... The all ages jams, all ages jam, and we'd be dancing and battling and and doing our thing. So we actually started off as like, bad. Like Fit was in a, a different crew than than we were in, and we would just show up at parties and just be battling them. And then you just kind of connect because you guys, you know, you respect them for their skill, and you guys have the same interests, and you guys are always seeing each other and always going at it, and you you kind of this bond kind of, you know, after a while, and yeah. then you, you know you start hanging out outside of dances and outside of the parties and just kind of that friendship built. So yeah, that's yeah. really how it started. That's dope. That's dope. And, well, and yeah, the, the name originally was uh, Ragamuffin Rascals. Okay. Well, that that <laughs> dance Muffin. hall inf- influence. Yeah, because you know? we was always into the, the the dance hall as much as we were into the, uh, the hip hop. So Where? Where? we kind of, you know, especially me being from the Caribbean, I kind of always wanted to have a little bit of that Caribbean aspect in the name and in in the vibe and in the music, my man being from Chile and you know we just and Misfit talked the other that ragamuffin. I can Misfit say that ragamuffin's gotta go, but uh, no, because we at, at the time I think the reason was a lot of the the groups was just coming out with one names, so we were like, nah, ragamuffin rascals are too long. We just gotta come with one name, ragamuffin or just rascals, or like mm. we just need one name. Like let them know, you know what I mean? So. Do you ever get any copyright issues like with like the show The Rascals or anything like that? And you had to like put the Z instead of the S at the thing? 
or it was always there? No, I, I, the Z was just a, a choice to make it different, mm-hmm. but it had nothing to do with copyright. But it probably was a good thing. Good but, choice. You know, there was there was a group, the the young rascals, like from mm-hmm. back in the day, like, and then there was there was the Latin rascals that were out before us. Like, yeah, it was, yeah. It was, we we weren't even aware. We we're just like, and we never tried to. We weren't looking at the rascals, like you know, Spanky and Alfalfa and them guys. Like, we uh, uh, uh. like that was, that, that didn't even come into play when we, we were just wanted a, a name that kind of just showed that how we were just rambunctious and just, you know, ragamuffin with it and just what's a, what's a word that kind of. Oh, wait, hold on. Just to add to the list, there was the Waskles. <laughs> the Waskles? Wow. Yeah, that was LA. one of the names that you guys had? No, no, no. no there's, there's all these the groups different. that came oh, out at the same time. Group. Around the same time, we we're busting out. I'm rascals from the LA, and then there was the rotten rascals that were signed to like Naughty by Nature. I'm wondering what would happen. I happened remember if, those guys. What would have happened if you guys <laughs> picked Ragamuffin? Would it still worked out the same? Yeah, I think it would have still worked out the same. If the music would have been exactly the same. So I, I would like, to, I would like to think it would have been the same results. It, Ragamuffins. Same, the same way, you know, uh, alcoholics. Uh, eventually, eventually mm. changed to 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 the the licks. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. alcoholics, they're just shorten it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even like Vancouver back in like when you guys were growing up, right? Because we've talked to so many Toronto artists and even like Toronto legends and stuff like that. But like, what was Vancouver like back in the 90s and stuff? You know what I mean? And explain Vancouver culture even like from the 90s to even now, like the melting pot, like how it is. Is it like a hot crime scene? Is it like, is it like kind of like here? Like we're from, we're on the outside. You know what I'm saying? Well, the, to, to talk to about the first part of the question was, which is what in was Vancouver 90s. like back in the 90s. It was like, you know, um, it was a small community of cats that was that was actually doing it. Like, you know mm. what I'm saying? Like hip hop was like a really small circle of cats. And, you know, we had we had like, you know, Craig Crush and uh, we had um, EQ. And, and we like how I was saying earlier, like, you know, uh, Toronto was like a hop, jump, and a skip away from New York. Yeah. Vancouver was a hop, jump, and a skip away from Seattle. Yeah, yeah. So we would have a lot of artists coming over from Seattle and bringing over, like, our our kind of influence and, and 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 vibe from America was more Seattle-based. West Coast style. West Coast. Yeah. So, hey, I mean, hip-hop was there from, like, you know, from when breakdancing jumped off in 84. I recall there was a huge hip, there was, like, a breakdance contest, which a lot of, like you were saying, like, Seattle dancers would come up and compete in this thing so mm-hmm. hip-hop's been there but it, it's just obviously a smaller community you know what i'm saying yeah what was it called it was at ubc they had this yearly contest oh, that was sound wars the sound it was called the sound, was wars. sound wars and literally you'd spend the whole year putting music together and you know putting crafting your art together and and you'd be talking man this year when sound war comes bro we're just gonna go like and it was a thing for like B-boys and then the MCs and DJs. And, you'd, and DJs, you'd go in there and you'd be like, yo, where the hell is all these and, rappers? And one of the, the guys that first put it together that was involved in putting that together was Nardwar. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Vancouver legend. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Big up Nardwar. That's so, crazy. Yeah, because I think he had a, a show on the radio station at the university back then. Yeah. yeah. He, he had and like then a, he, that he took, yeah. He, yeah, he did have the show That's on where the he radio started station his and he started he like career this, and then right. he took a risk and he was just like, yeah. you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, so they he mm-hmm. started throwing on this yearly battle thing. Yeah. 
Well, him and him and this other guy, Don Chow. So he, I think, yeah, I, think I think, I think Nardwar was helping Don put, it, you know, kind of put it all together because Nardwar's whole he wasn't really into hip hop back then. Like okay. he, he was like alternative rock and all that kind of zany yeah. shit. Yeah, this is before was, much music times. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. was, uh, he was just there to kind of help Don put it together. And, but yeah, it was, it was a good look because we'd get, you know, dudes from down in Washington come up, try to compete. So it, you know, it helped take it to. a a level of like, you know, like talent, you know, yeah. like instead of just local. Vancouver, I always, I always noticed this from when we came out here. I was like, Vancouver is much more forgiving mm. than Toronto was. You know what I'm saying? For acts getting on a stage. Yeah, there's a lot of open mics out there. Right, Van- Vancouver's like, yeah, you guys gave it a shot. <laughs> Good <laughs> on you. Where we'd come out here and it'd be like, you know the grills the you know the screw faces screw face we get capital. so it was like we like we knew we had to bring it right we had to you know, we weren't trying to be comfortable with just vancouver's but i'll say even you know, from the first time when we I, one of the first times i remember performing in, in toronto was this thing called fresh fest oh, oh shit this man's bringing it back <laughs> yo <laughs> and i remember like uh we performed that night and uh there was like groups like uh Macaulay, the Macaulay boy, Macaulay boy. It was just like a whole bunch of from R and B singers to rappers to whatever, and we went out there and they were like, we first walked out on stage and I remember the um the equipment just no sound was coming out mm-hmm. and everybody in the crowd started screw facing and looking like Sabaka. So then uh, grab the mic. Started spitting my raps. By the end of it, everyone's like, bip, 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 bip. and that began the the the. I remember that was the night I first met Cardinal official. Mm. He was there. Yo, and, and X was there. And X, little X was Harpo, there. Director Cash, X was there. X. But he was a graffiti artist. Back yeah, then. yeah, yeah. Because you gotta and, be specific, not DJ X. No, director <laughs> X. <laughs> and like, uh, it, I, for those who don't know, X is the guy who shoots all. That's Everybody, God's plan, work, work, work. Rihanna, Northern Touch, like X is the guy. If if you want, if you uh from Toronto, if you're trying to get your video shot, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that began the legend, the story of. I wouldn't even say the legend. That began the journey. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And 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 with Vancouver, it's like a melting pot, right? Like there's a lot of like, I think if correct me if I'm wrong, fifty percent Asian community. Right? It's close to <laughs> like maybe so, forty to fifty percent. I would say between the the uh the Indians and mm-hmm. the Asians, you can say fifty percent. Right? So fifty percent Indians and Asians, and then and the other fifty percent yeah. is like a melting pot of every and yes. anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like no no Asians though. Vietnamese, Chinese. Sorry, you're the mic, you're the mic. Yeah. Oh yeah. No Asians, Vietnamese, <laughs> Chinese, you name it, Cambodia, Filipino, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's that's the dope thing. Uh, I I think about it. It's because just like, there, there is the shortage of Caribbean and <laughs> and Latin American. Well, not I don't even I don't think there's a shortage. I just think oh, that definitely um, you know between the Indians and the the Asians, it, it's such a big demographic of people and mm-hmm. all the other cultures. It might seem like there's a shortage, but you go to Van now, it's, it's different. You you'll be like, yo, where all these black people come from? Where all these black people come from? <laughs> like you know, hey. Vancouver. Since since back in those days, even before I was doing hip hop, there was always a Caribbean uh, festival. Right, like 
while I was in elementary school, you know, they had they had that. Uh, they always had uh, Latin the Latin festival. This is these are even before our time. So mm-hmm. you know that culture has always been in band. It's, it's been just, an influence. Yeah. Yeah. So you know uh, that that and the, and the thing as far as like the culture in van i think people in vancouver are a bit more like uh i don't want to use the words <laughs> they're a bit more and i don't want i don't want to use the word students or nerdy but they're they're just focused more on like like the aspects of hip hop mm-hmm. it was like out there there was like always a gang of graffiti crews, a gang of break crews, or, yeah. or a gang of rappers, a gang of DJs. Like everybody was always just like they was embracing Four elements. They yeah. embraced all the elements yes. of hip hop. Some cities you go to, it's like the rappers and the DJs only. Yeah. Nobody can't name who the graffiti artists are yeah. or who the b boys are. They can just name the, the MCs and the DJs. Yeah. The same, yeah. Vancouver yeah. was a place where you get love for being a graffiti artist. Yeah. You get love for being a B-boy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I always appreciated that aspect of that. Everybody gets what they call now clout from all of those different places. <laughs> right. Parts, you know Facts. So um, I think that, that was the one difference in Van versus when we went to other places. It was more like, that's that's kind of how it is in Europe. So mm-hmm. Van, Van was more like kind of how, like we go to Sweden and, in Germany and all those other places and it was like the b-boys and the graffiti artists and the other aspects of the culture were getting um <clears throat> their clout <laughs> just like uh the MCs and me yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? so yeah and and dread fist of the north star you you had something for them. <laughs> yeah how many takes did it take to make you do that front flip <laughs> at the beginning of the music video I did it on the first try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So why did they rewind it? They should have had that. Oh, no, they didn't rewind. I think he wanted to play it backwards. See the thing yeah. with that video, like they just, they were we were trying to, uh, we were that that's directed by a guy named Cliff Skelton, and he we were trying to 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 come kind of different. different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was. So like like we had stairs laying down on the ground, and I'm just running, running across the stairs to make it look like, you know, we're we're shooting me across in an arrow, and we're taking the the footage, and we're trying to double it to make it look like one. And our whole thing is like we were smoking a lot of chronic, back then. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody like Far Side and all these other guys, they were coming with all these like, yeah. tripped out videos back then. Mm. Drop video came out around that time. You know what I mean? Mm. So we were trying to yo. Oh, we gonna, we gonna trip you out too. Like we were, we wanted you know the fish islands, and we wanted the, the the this and the that, and so yeah, we were just trying to you know just be obscure with it as we were trying to be with our music. Like this guy was sampling, we were making beats. This guy would sample whale noises and <laughs> would sample like just we were just even just hunting for like sounds and beats. We were trying to find the most obscure shit that we could find just so that. It could be totally we different from the rest. We had our own sound, our own yep. vibes. And we were trying to, you know, relay that through our, our visuals also. Were you guys signed at that time? Yeah, we was, we got signed quite early. Like, we made a... How, sorry, to, how long did it take you guys as an artist together to get signed? Like, how, how long were you guys well, making music? Well, we got signed locally to this thing called... Uh, to this guy named Michael Morty. He had a local... Uh, yeah, it was like four. an independent thing. I, I, sw- no, I swear... No, before Figure Four. It's called Calabash Records. He was, just, mm. he was this African dude that lived in the yeah. city. And I swear to God, I don't know for a fact, but I'm pretty sure he was the first guy to figure out, like, how to get grants. Okay. Right? Nice. So he wanted to do a compilation. And he had a bunch of bands come perform and try out to get on this compilation. And, and we showed up with our crew. We had a little mob of, like, 10, 12 guys. 
and he was just feeling the whole vibe. He's like, yo, I'm going to make you guys your own album. Mm, so yeah. that's, that's kind of how to jump off. You know? So from that first uh, audition, we left there with him telling us he wants to sign us and us to do our own album. And everybody else who you like from the audition, he was like, yeah, we'll put, I'm going to do a compilation mm-hmm. and you guys can put a song on it, on each. So we left there thinking like, yo, we got a record deal and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he, uh, he, he started, um, so we, he started, uh, we started just making music with him and, and, and working on our, our record. And that's our first uh, record that we put out. It was called The Ragamuffin Rascals. Okay. And if you know, if you, uh, that, ever heard the song really live and there's two versions of that song because eventually we we did that record with him and he 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 secured like a license deal with sony yeah he came to toronto "Mm." and they're like with that record yeah they're like yo they want to put out this album and by that point it was what six months or or more about six months but what happened was when we were mixing so we had we had our own studio what what was that studio called in uh, city it was called midi city okay so we would go there and we would record all our music and do all our, 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 our uh, writing and stuff. Like we, he'd be literally making a beat while he's making the beat. We're sitting there writing the lyrics. My time he's finished. We're finished. We're going to the booth, rap, do our, do our, uh, lay down our shit. And that was it. Come back the next time and, and build another song. So when, when we were done the song and it was time to mix the album, the speakers weren't working. So he had to mix the whole album with some headphones. Mm. So these aren't good in the headphones, but by the time- I know. What, it, what it was, was this guy secured like a thing with Sony six months or maybe eight months later and we're like, yo, that material is trash. No, but I'm trying to tell him why, yeah. how. Uh, so sonically, that record, if you played it loud, it just wasn't sonically there. Mm. So no, now, place. he, no, take, he but takes even, that, even the beats, the whole swag, you're like, ah, oh, I want to redo my rest. No, so I know, redo the beats. but what I'm saying is, by t- he, so he took that record to Toronto and he was talking to the labels. So between the time that it took from him talking to Sony, Warner, all these different labels trying to see if he can, then finally Sony said, yeah, we're, we'd like it. We'd like to do something. And then, you know, negotiating and talking back and forth. And mm-hmm. okay, finally, we'll give you. It was, some time had passed. In that time, we were still making music, sonically getting better, production-wise getting mm-hmm. better, lyrically, lyrically getting better. Yeah. So by the time they're like, okay, we we're, We'll put this out. That was like Just eons trash. ago, <laughs> right? Yeah. So a kid, a kid in his twenties, right? Like six six months is a long time. We're like, yo, we're not <laughs> even on that. that. We're not even on that <laughs> flex anymore. <laughs> so many different so records had come out. We uh, re-recorded the album. Is uh, what it yeah. is. Our that, that's what got put no, out. but what we did, we they, we didn't ask them. We told them, okay, the sounds are a little bit off. Because we had to mix it in headphones. So they said, we'll give you some time to go in mm. and re- redo the shit. And redo that record. Yeah, yeah. So we went in redo and we redid re- a the whole, whole thing. new album. The song that they <laughs> wanted to go with first was really living. So we had to keep that song. Right. So we had to. So we kept, we redid the beat, made it night and day, 10 times better. You guys are crazy. Redid the lyrics, <laughs> put, the, put the song out, but then the, the rest of the album. Is a whole different. That's no, why that, there's that, a, that first album is just a demo, real rascal really. shit. Yeah. So, so if, that, that ragamuffin rascal. If you could find that cassette or CD, you're lucky. You know, what it's I mean? actually worth some money. It's just wow. It's just NFT that shitty. bad boy. <laughs> it's just like to us, it's like our shitty demo. Listen, I'm sure somebody in the audience is gonna be like, "Yo, I have that." <laughs> Yo, um, weren't you tell me you saw it selling online somewhere for how much? A lot. 
like three hundred dollars. Another question I wanted to ask <laughs> you. Know you. What I'm saying so if you can find that, you could get three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another question I want to ask you: You still rock with the Junos? Because I remember back then when you guys won your first Junos, there was a protest going on with that. Mm. So I don't know if you want to tell the people. You know, a lot of young folks watch the show, and you know they they grow up maybe like yo, I want to go to the Junos, but you guys like at the time first group to to win a rap award, but they kind of dealt you guys rough still. Right. So back then, you know, uh, how the Junos would do it, they'd have, it was a Saturday night gala and the Sunday night was where they had it on television and they'd air and, you know, give out awards right. on the TV. So mm-hmm. back then, for when we when we won, they were like, um, you know, we were going to get ours on, uh, on the Saturday night gala and, uh, you know, no hip hop, R&B, reggae. Uh, dance, nothing, no urban music at all was 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 being shown love on the Sunday. Right, it was all being done on the, the Saturday. But at this time, urban music had taken over from, I think it was rock or heavy metal that was the number one selling genre back then, mm-hmm. and hip hop had just come up like and exploded. Mm-hmm. It's like the biggest thing. So I felt we felt like ninety seven. Yeah, we felt yeah. like. For a national award to be representing what's going on nationally. In Canada, hip-hop has taken over the spots from all these genres. And, you know, music is music. And yeah. I, it's it's all one love to me. Like, I listen to everything from rock to country to whatever. So I'm not saying one brand is more important than the other. Yeah. But you have to represent what's actually going on. And recognize in, facts. And, and recognize what's actually happening in real time. Yeah. To be... A relevant uh, national award. So at the time, we were just like, "Look, man, they can't be dealing with hip hop like this, man." Like, so you know, we were in a position where we we were just fresh to the industry. We didn't really know if if we just got signed. We weren't used to this corporate side of uh, the business side of things. Mm -hmm. We were just used to just we were b boys and DJs and MCs and and graffiti artists like we were just on some like underground shit so we really didn't care about that side of things the, the war too shit. much so we were like yo man you know this this award ain't really represent what's going on so like you know we should turn it down we never really saw it at the time as we're taking a stance yeah we just saw it as like this is like this this ain't it like you know what i mean so i remember having a conversation like what happens if label drops us over we get blackballed or whatever but we were just like whatever because we still had that underground mentality mm. you know what i'm saying so and we we was just like all right you know what this ain't representing what's happening in hip-hop and what's happening out there in, the, in real time in the world so yeah you know we, we'll, we'll politely decline and uh appreciate you know the acknowledgement but you know until you guys decide that, you know, you really want what's actually happening out there to be a part of what's going on in here, then we'll just fall back. And okay. that was before or after Northern Touch? That was before Northern Touch. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you, guys, huh, you guys were like, made a good decision. That became a thing. A bunch of newspapers picked it up and media and, mm-hmm. and it was like a thing. And like it was drawing, drawing while that was going on is kind of where we kind of saw how big and the bigger picture of it. Mm. Cause you know, 
there's always been reggae artists, R&B artists, hip hop artists, you know, dance artists, just urban music artists doing their thing in Canada and never really getting the recognition they deserve for it. Like that right. night on the Junos on the Sunday, they were handing out the best children's instrumental. Wow. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Stuff Who like won? that. Who won? I, 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 have, I have no clue, but that's the kind of thing that was going that's on. That's mod. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, you know, obviously the country musics and and, and the, the rock and the pop, and, and they were all getting their flowers and, you know, the best children's instrumentalists and everybody else. But, like, crazy. The, the, the thing that was taking control of the country and, and by storm, which was hip-hop, R&B, and urban music, they were just like, ah. It was like they were trying to just... Stop the wait. They diss you guys for Poker Roo, fam. That's <laughs> you know wow. wow. That's much. Poker Roo might have to be on the thumbnail again this week, fam. Oh, no. <laughs> so the next year now, so it became just a thing in the media. They kind of, it kind of forced their hand because it wasn't a thing where they could deny it because it was facts. Yeah. So the next year, they asked us if we wanted to perform. perform. They've never had no hip hop artists ever perform on the Junos before. Really? They had to Not tuck true. their tail. Maestro performed. The, no, not, not before then. No hip-hop artists performed before then. Really, eh? No. No. So the thing that made that even dope was that year when we put out our album, we had a track named Northern Touch and it had MCs from like across Canada from the West to the East. Mm -hmm. So when they asked us to perform, that kind of made it seem like it wasn't a thing where these little brats are being whiny about, oh, they didn't get to go on stage, so they're not accepting this. And now the Juno said, okay, Rascals, you can perform. It's kind of how I would have felt it would have looked if it was, okay, we'll let you perform this year, and it was just a Rascals thing. Yeah. Because the next year, the tune was an array of MCs from across the country. Yeah, it made it even doper because now it, it wasn't about us. It was about hip-hop because when mm. we took the stage... We didn't take the stage as rascals. We took the stage as the Northern Touch All-Stars with Thrust and yeah. Cardinal and Shockler and Rascals and Checkmate. And, you know what I mean? I so, remember they gave the, you all that name, the Northerns. Or you guys gave yourself that name, the Northern Touch All-Stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we came up with that. But that made it like you were championing mm. for hip-hop. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You weren't out there riding for your, your crew and yourself. And or you're just your city. You're the, it's the whole country. It's the whole country. It wasn't yeah. just for Van or Rascals or whatever. So that is what made it super dope. Mm -hmm. and, and and from that point on. So to answer your question, if I mess with the Junos, I actually mess with them because, you know, you asked for something <clears throat> and they were able to take a look inside and say, okay, yeah, we were wrong. Let's fix it mm -hmm. right and you know since then like when i was sitting and watching drake host the junos i felt proud i was like yo i helped make that movement happen Facts. drake made that happen on his own because he blew up and became the artist that he is yes but you know there's a little bit of us turning down the junos and mm -hmm. making hip-hop you know bringing the spotlight on on, on the injustices and and, and and where hip hop was and where and how it was being treated that helped to make that moment happen. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Um I think eventually if we never turned down the hip hop, I mean the the, the Juno Awards, Drake be, being Drake, but it still ended up becoming 
I mean, hosting the Junos and, and doing that stuff. It just would have happened at a slower pace, I, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he might have ended up turning it down when it came to his turn, too. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody else didn't take the step before to be like, listen, you guys need to make some changes. Yes. So you guys took that step so other men didn't have to do it when their turn came around. Right. Back. So seeing guys like Russell Peters host and, mm-hmm. and, and, and Drake host, like, you know, you ask for something and you can see people trying, uh, not necessarily to appease, but to, to make change yeah, and yeah. to include. So, you know, and, you know, just the, uh, the uh, a couple of juniors ago, they had us, they were celebrating us. They had us come back on. I remember that. And, and uh, perform Northern Touch. And, you know, um, they were asking, yo, how can we, they were asking after the juniors how, if we could sit down and how can we, what else, what else can we do to help, you know, bring the fold into, you know, the situation and, Make it even a bigger and, and, and more inclusive for everybody. So there's, there's to this day they're still trying because they they're still asking like you know opinions and what do you think? I think they're trying because they got Pressa in there this year, Pressa. man. So you know that wow. that's good that they got nominated. So you know right. at least they're looking at some of the more. I know for we got an argument if he's underground or not, but like at least they're looking at some of the more guys that are not getting those big attentions and putting them in the mix. That you know this could bring even right. if he doesn't win the fact that he gets nominated. Gets people to see, like you know. And not only that, behind the scenes on their board of people who actually get to choose who's getting nominated or not, they've added, you know, people from our community onto those boards, Mm. and that's how guys like Pressa, they're in the know because most of these cats, they're up in their their boardroom somewhere. Fact, yeah. They they wouldn't know until Pressa gets onto their radar. Yeah, you know. So, but them bringing up people from our community to be like, okay. Help us out with this. Then they'd be like, yep, that Pressa guy. Yep, that Killy guy. Mm-hmm. Yep, that Northside Benji guy. Yep. That, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and Killy was there too. <laughs> yep, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So um, I forget who they actually have on the board, but uh, I think it's... Um, the, the higher up I think it's quick, quick. Click. Oh, salute click. to Click. It's somebody. It's like, Kyle, it's, it's somebody... Who, who? Kyle Kraft. Uh, yeah, Kyle, so it's Kyle also. Kyle's yeah, on there, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So and and Kyle works with swollen members and, and a bunch of other groups. Yeah, from so, time. So we definitely have our, our representatives in there for sure. You just named some names. Who else are you listening to out here, man? <laughs> no man, I'm not from Toronto, so I don't get caught up in the politics. I listen, to, every, know, I listen to everybody, <laughs> but it's not even a politics thing, fam. Like we have our favorites out here and people, but like I know there's listen, a couple of artists that probably grab your attention and you'd be like, yo, you know what? I just I just like. I like to see the young guns doing their thing. Mm. And I, I like to see, you know, I like to see all of them. I, I like to see just, I, I, it makes me feel like, yo, man, you know, you didn't, the, ah, sweat. <laughs> Let me kill this. this you got that alarm ready. Yeah, it's it's like, you know, you, you it's, it's like a baton race. And people pass the baton to you you pass the baton on to, to to people and the race keeps going and they pass it on. And to sit back today and the number one artist in the world is from Canada. It, the number one rapper from the world is from Canada. The number one R&B cat in the world is from Canada. The number one pop artist in the world is from Canada. And we're coming from a day where in our time it was like, yeah, 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 he's dope. He's like my favorite Canadian rapper. He's dope for Canada. Or he, like now it's just, yeah. That's my favorite artist, or that's my favorite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, 
I don't necessarily, I, I, I try to, to listen to everybody because I'm coming from, I come from the time where you were fighting for that. Just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We were probably one of the first groups to get played on BT. You know I was just going to say that. You, you guys like were the 106. How does it feel like when you guys were the first artists to be on BT like that? Like, was it a big deal for you guys? Or was like it like, bro, I would wake, sometimes I would wake up and I would lay in my bed and I'd start laughing because I, I felt like we pulled it, we, like, we pulled it off. Not we pulled it off. Like, <laughs> it's like, we're like the, fooling everybody. We pulled like, a fast one. Yeah. We pulled a fast one. Like, <laughs> how, how is this happening? What the fuck? What's, what's going on right now? Like, Mo- movie star was first, right? And then no, you I did think Cross it was the Border. Uh, Northern Touch was first. Oh, Northern Touch was on BT. Yeah. Oh, Northern Touch was on oh, BT cool. first. Oh, no, I didn't even know that. So I'd wake up and I'd be watching BT and, or much and the videos will come on and I'd sit there and I'm just like, is this really happening? And I'd sit there and I'd giggle for a minute because it felt like you really were pulling a fast one. Homies you, know, are I can't, you can't believe Homies like, are calling you on the house phone. Like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> they're calling you on the house phone. Like, yeah. No, 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 no. We ain't going that far back. I tell to have my cell phone back then. Oh, yeah, the big one. The, the big one. The big one. <laughs> or the star chat. No, the star chat. You know what it's called, though? It's like a thing. It's, it's like a lot of creatives get it's called imposter syndrome i think imposter syndrome Never yeah we're like you don't believe that you deserve to be getting all of this fucking like accolades and shit but like you really do you know what i'm saying you're like, no like then, then definitely i had imposter syndrome you're like holy 100%. fuck is this me oh no, because like, are they cheering was, for me like this like, like i couldn't like it, was, it took a long time to really like it sink in like yeah most a lot of a long time i was just like what is happening i can't believe this is going on mm-hmm. like Unreal. Yeah, it's like a self-sabotaging thing that people get in their mind of like, no, this can't be me. They must have put somebody's gonna find out like, <laughs> yeah, but like no, it's really you that's coming up with the bars. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're coming up with the beats. Like it's, yeah. y'all are really fucking y'all really did it. You know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? People tell you, yo, that's so dope, that's so you're just like, yo, this guy's messing with me, man. Like, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think also a part of it, and I don't know if you can be humble and say you're humble. I don't know how that works, but we were just always just some humble cats, man. Mm. And really appreciative for like everything that kind of happened for us. Yeah. You know, like I remember the first time Maestro Fresh came to my school and like he was on tour and the tour bus stopped by my school and it was just like, wow, I can't believe that. And that moment actually did a lot for me because him being from Canada and just watching him on TV all the time and actually seeing him in front of me. It actually made it real. Like, you can actually, you can do this. Like, mm-hmm. it made it real for me. And I remember we went to the show, and after the show, then we buy the DJ's uh, mixer, LTD's mixer, after the show. And, like, just just that situation of just having somebody from your community, your country, somebody like that, you, that you've been watching, and you've seen them doing it, and then they're in front of you, and... It makes it real, and it makes it like, yo, wow, making yeah, you can do it too. You, you can do this. I yeah. can do this. Like this is this is a possibility. So you know. Yeah. Um. There's a list of different features and different tunes that you guys have done that have been super historic. I want to get into the first one with Barrington Levy, right? Like you have a couple of Barrington Levy. Yeah. There's the first one that y'all have with Chaos. Mm-hmm. Right. This is that first one we thought Chaos was from Van City because mm. he used to roll with y'all so heavy. So even right. before we get to the Barrington Levy, mm-hmm. 
Let's do chaos. First off, don't say we because I thought y'all niggas was from Toronto. You yeah. thought they were from Toronto? Everybody I thought they thought were from, from Toronto. Toronto. I don't wow. know about anybody else, but I thought y'all was from Toronto from the longest time, fam. So yeah, we adopt, <laughs> Toronto adopted us, so we are from Toronto. Yeah, too. there you go. I'm, you I'm cool saying, with that so. shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But no, like, uh, how'd you guys link with chaos? Like, because you guys were had like a close knit for a while. How do you link with Barrington? So, again, yeah. so with oh, chaos, back in the day, we'd come out here and all these artists, like, we'd start doing the shows because at the time, you know, um, we were just kind of getting the, the baton from like Dream Warriors and those guys. Mm-hmm. So we were like the fresh young cats on the scene. So all the artists would come out to the shows. You know, the ghetto concepts, the Cardis. Back then it was the circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the chaoses and, you know, the, the ghetto concepts. And, and uh, so we 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 uh, we just, you know, after the show, we'd hang out and we'd talk to people. And, you know, we just started really becoming cool with, like, uh, the circle guys and, like, uh, Card. We, we were actually cool with everybody, ghetto. Um, <clears throat> and... You know, uh, Kevin Chaos. Mm-hmm. He he was uh, he was super dope. Like back then, like all this singing and 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 Champagne Poppy will tell you this. Chaos is the because I heard you guys talking about this earlier about now how uh, music it's like in a space where like you don't you don't know if you're singing or rapping yeah or whatever. And then while you were saying that, I'm thinking in my head. You know why? A lot of people are going to say Drake made that mm-hmm. happen. But Drake will tell you chaos made that happen. Socrates will tell you <laughs> chaos made that happen. Holy fuck. Hold on. Okay. Air horn's coming. <laughs> so chaos is this guy like he would just have these crazy melodies and then bust these crazy raps. And I back then Nobody was doing that. I never heard that before. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was really geeked out on him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so, you know, every time we'd come out, we'd just stay in contact and we'd come out to the shows. And, you know, then he became, like, our brother. And, like, then he came out to Van. Well, so, Saul eventually started managing. Yeah, yeah. So, I was about to say, we started our own label because back at this time, that's what everybody, like, Wu-Tang and all these other cats was just coming with their own label thing. Master P. And, yeah. And all, yeah, so we're yeah. like, yo, we got to start our own label. And so we, at first, uh, it was called Figure Four and we would just sign cats as managers first and, you know, try to get them signed direct or put some stuff out through our own, uh, our own uh, Figure Four. Mm-hmm. And so the first two artists that we signed was Chaos and Cardinal. Mm-hmm. Uh, history. <laughs> oh. So that, so that's how, you know, when we, that was, that's what was going on around the Northern Touch time. So around that time, that's how, you know, uh, chaos ended up on the, uh, really living. I mean, uh, top of the world. Top of the world. And Cardi ended up on Northern Touch. At the time we did Northern Touch, the only people in that video that had record deals were the Rascals. Mm. That song, every, okay, every, all of those artists were already on the map in the street. All of those artists without that song would have eventually gotten record deals. Mm-hmm. And eventually did, did their thing. That song kind of just put in on highlight for the people in the positions, the gatekeepers and the executives that, yo, 
Rascals is, is, is getting all this traction and all this whatever. And there's a bunch of other guys out there too, just as dope, if not doper, yeah. who wide open. This mm-hmm. N-word being humble, guys. That song helped them, all them guys, a lot. <laughs> Everybody got a deal from it. No offense to anybody on that song. That song helped all those guys. Don't get right. it twisted, bro. So even when we did Top of the World, uh, Chaos didn't have a deal at that time. Helped him a lot, And too. so so how that song came about was, so we went down to, uh, um, uh, back, back then they used to have this, what is it, summits? Or what they call it? Mm-hmm. Summits, hip hop summits, all throughout the states and stuff like that. We went, we went there, and you know, you get swag and CDs and all this other stuff, and you know, that's where you go meet artists or try to do showcases for execs in the states and all that other stuff. So we went down down there, and then one of my on the way on, we came home, and I always one of my favorites, uh, Barrington song was always Indiana's calling, and I'm gonna, gonna be there. <laughs> so. I had rewritten that whole song in my head and had the song. Uh, and on our way back up, we were, we were getting ready to work on a new album. I'm going to, where's at home one night? Because this guy would always be digging through CDs and records. You know, you started picking up some of the those habits. So I was just mm. clicking through a, a CD and I heard that, boom, 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 like the beginning. Yeah. So we found that that sample. I made a little whack beat, played for chemo. Said, like, "Yo, this is trash. The sample, <laughs> the, the sample is dope, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna remake it." Uh, and so you made the beat, and then I started singing the, the Indiana Wants Me song that I had in my head, and it fit perfect. Mm. So we did, we did. We, this chaos isn't on the song at this time. It was just we had the hook, and I think we wrote a couple verses for it. And so Saul, Saul, our manager, was like, yo, this is dope. Everyone was like, yo, this is dope. So we're like. And, and sorry, salute to Saul Guy, by the way. <laughs> legend, legend. AKA the genius. Mm-hmm. So we're like, yo. Kimo was, I was singing the hook. Kimo was climbing me like, yo, we got to find somebody to sing the hook. Red Sox. Can't sing this hook. Can't sing. So I'm like, okay, cool. So we're like, who are we going to get? We're thinking, we're thinking. Saul G goes, why don't we just get the original? And we're thinking, ooh, Barrington? How are you going to get Barrington Levy to sing this song? So not realizing at the time, we're actually signed to a major label. (laughs) (laughs) So just ask him. (laughs) Just made a call to the label. was like, yo, we we need Barrington for this song. The label did their thing, whatever, whatever. I remember it was like yesterday. Hold on, Ray. Because you guys were young. You guys were just not realizing all the shit you just have in front of you, your resources. We're not resigned. Hey. It literally was that easy. Like, we were just like, why don't we get the real guy? And we're like, how are we going to do that? We're signed. Saw the label. Saw Jesus made a call to the label. Like, yo, we need Baron to leave. You know, they, they, the label's probably like, yes. Yeah. yeah. So he, he comes up here. Uh, that day, we're rolling around with him all day. All these DJs, uh, knew he was coming, so they had hollered and said they want dub plates. So the mm. first part of the day, we're just following him around to studios, and he's just making G's. And guys are just like, <laughs> I want Black Roses. I want Under Masensi. I want this. I want that. Wow. And they're just like, he probably left there with a wad. He probably <laughs> left with like 
$15,000, maybe 20. I don't so know. So sick. He even gave us some money. <laughs> so after running around with them all day and just watching them sing all these classics and dropping <laughs> dub plates for all these sounds in Toronto, we're just like, yo, this is crazy. And, and Chaos was just with us that day. Mm. And uh, <laughs> that's just wild. So we go, no, no. Actually, at this point, Chaos was with us all the time. So before we had Barrington, we put Chaos as first song. Mm. So then we go to the studio to do Barrington verse. And honestly, if you ever listen to this song, it goes like this. <coughs> At the top. So literally, this guy goes in the studio. So we go and I do my thing. Chaos does his, we're just like, yo. I'm sitting next to Chaos. This guy goes in smoking a cigarette. So he just goes, <coughs> from, from the smoke goes, At the top. In New York, and just <laughs> one time, yo, I just remember looking at chaos, and he's looking at me, and I swear it felt like the energy and just hearing this. It it sounded like it was really mixed. It just it was crazy. You're already listening to the record, basically. One yeah, time, it was already mixed and mastered. It was, you, you, you know when you smoke weed and you're just laughing and you can't stop laughing inside? Mm. It was just one of those... This was the first time I ever <laughs> felt this feeling in the studio where before the song is done, just hearing him start, you know, oh, we got one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the feeling that we got one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You start like, oh. Because it was crazy. I, I, I've never been in another situation. I recall after his take, I, I'm listening to it. I'm like, yo, there's some parts that are distorted. Could he do it again? And everybody's <laughs> looking at me like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> nah, nah, it was kind of like- We'll one, figure it out, sorry. we'll figure it out. <laughs> one take, cigarette in his hands, puffing away, doing this, this Barrington skank. Just like, I've never been in a session. I guess I would relate that to when people say they were in the studio with Jay mm. and he just goes in and he hasn't written anything. He listens to the beat for a sec. And he's one one take just lays down a whole verse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Being amazed like that. Because mm. like if I was in a studio with Jay and he did that, I would be amazed. I like, you know what yeah. I mean? So being able to witness Barrington lay it down like that was like, I'm and to this day I've never seen or felt as that feeling or vibe in the studio ever. Well, that's classic shit, man. Um, one of you, one of your ones that you would probably like. Because I know you're a fan of the WWE and the WWF. Oh, <laughs> with, with Bret Hart. Mm. How was uh, that? The that. best there ever was. The best there ever will be. Yeah, yeah. So back then, you know, that's that wrestling was at its height. You know, Shock Lair's in uh, on Monday Night Raw watching. Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw watching. You know what I mean? Like everybody was into wrestling back then. Of mm. And I was into wrestling back then. Not even back then. I was into wrestling from even before that. Like, I used to watch Stampede Wrestling when it was like the Heart Oh, the Calgary shit. The Calgary yeah, shit when it was like the Heart Foundation. Wow. You know what you, I mean? You still watch it now? A little here and there. Like, it's it's gone <laughs> so far and beyond what it was when I watched it. Facts. So, if I watch it now, like, I'm I'm confused. You got to like, talk to Gutsy. I'll tap you in, fam. I'll tap you in in no time. I'll keep you in. But I do watch it a little bit here and there. Um, You know, there's 
they have like there's five different shows. Yeah, AEW, <laughs> New Japan, Impact Wrestling, ROH. No, but WWE oh, is like oh, night, no. there's Nitro. But, there's no, no, no. WWE just got um Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. <laughs> so so what's Nitro? Like this. Nitro, <laughs> ain't no Nitro no more, nigga. See, <laughs> so I know, I know they have all these different. When I watched oh, it, it was just sorry. WWE. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? And they had the other competing. Uh, well, that was Nitro, WCW. WCW. They had okay, Nitro. Okay, my bad. My okay, bad. but how did you beat this guy? <laughs> yeah, so, how, yeah, let's get that. Was it a label call or was it yeah, like, Yeah, yo. so the, the label, I think, was putting out a documentary mm. that he had. And they're like, yo, we want to cross brand. Uh, we want to make a song f- like to help boost. No. To boost the documentary. This guy's memory is a little off. It is. <laughs> That's how I remember it. So we, we our booking agent was a, a company named Sam Feldman. Mm. And Sam Feldman. Bro, you're throwing some big names out here, Red <laughs> One. Holy fuck, bro. Jesus Christ. And Sam right? Feldman, they all they represent actors, uh, musicians, artists. So mm. Bret Hart, they, they also represented Bret Hart. So they were doing the documentary, not, not our label. Okay. But us being, uh, at the time, the biggest hip-hop act on the Feldman uh, company they were like um yo we're doing this documentary for brett we'd love for you guys to do something for the doc you know submit something see what it's like and, mm-hmm. and me being a, a wrestling fan um yeah i think we were all wrestling fans by then we were just like yeah it was a no-brainer so we did that record we probably did like three versions and they picked that one because it was like a more rocked out version than like a couple there's a couple versions we did so what happened was they were supposed to <clears throat> that documentary was going to have its... Because, you know, back then, movies and docs had their own soundtracks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this was going to be the soundtrack for... The documentary. For the documentary. Lo and behold, we shoot the doc. We shoot the video. And and here it is. And to this day, I, I still... I'm, uh, it's one of my regrets. Even though it, I love that song. So we were supposed to put that out around the time our new album was coming out. Our first single for that album was supposed to be Gunfinger. Mm. No. Yes. No, I remember Lisa saying. No, no. What happened was after we shot that video, the president of the label was like, well, since the video looks good and the song is already out there, we're just going to use that also as your first single. Mm. Top of the World was going to be our second single. Gunfinger was going to be our first single. So one of my favorite songs that we ever did that most people probably wouldn't know mm-hmm. was going to be got cut, not from our album, but cut from being the our music first video. Because video we video just video. shot a video <clears throat> for a documentary that was coming out the same time our album was coming out. They didn't want c- conflicting rascal um, material out there. Yeah, they don't want one to run over the other. But that had nothing to do with us. So I was just like, I remember fighting against this. Mm. And it came down to, oh, well, either do it or don't no, do it. No, I, I recall Lisa saying, yo, I can't make a video for Gunfinger, like, because it said it had the word gun in it. And like, no, it but was we that. Didn't, they didn't no, want to put the they money They didn't want it. to, but they be, they were going to do it because at, at that point, we were just like, yo, we're the musicians, we're the hip-hop cats. We know what's going on on the streets. Yeah. But then because of what he said, they really didn't want to do it because it had the word gun in it. Gun that, not knowing it was just a gun. That's a vibe. That everybody they ain't getting that know? red. They Come they like I right, cool, but then 
they made us shoot the video, mm. get it out there. Then they were like, well, you already have the video out there. So we'll just call it like your first single and push it as the documentary. Right. And then we'll just come with the Barrington. I was really upset. I remember being really mad. But, and, and I felt like that didn't really hit and connect with the people. Like, because back then you really couldn't really be too gimmicky mm-hmm. with you. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like that kind of came across as a gimmick. And you guys should have been like in the ring. If it was like that. We like, was in the ring. No, like more like a tag team against them, against Bret Hart or something. You know what I'm saying? Like it should have been like. It was it was overproduced. Yeah. like Yeah. It, yeah I think that's right. It was and way listen, more I keep it real with you. I, I'm telling you, like the, I don't, I felt that kind of hit a little gimmicky. Yeah. And being known for guys who were just raw. You guys are hip hop. Yeah, I felt that like, that. Kind of didn't connect with the people like I wanted it to. So I was really mad that we allowed that to happen. But it kind of backdoored us in a sense. Because I felt like if we were able to come with Gunfinger. And that was just a thing. Because whatever. I'm a fan of wrestling. I like Bret Hart. I love the Hart Foundation. Yeah, it was cool, but it, just it would have just been a you know yeah. novelty thing. And Gunfinger would have mashed been up the single yeah. if it had a video. Trust it would have been more you. rascal. And then you follow that up with. Top of the Top world. Of the world Yo, that, that, Levy. that album yeah. had Keras, Beat Nuts. That's where we should have spent the money, right? It's like, but the label, you know, they wanted to. And again, yeah, yeah. And that's a quick question. You, you're signed to a label at that time. If you wanted, like, if you had the money yourself and just said, okay, well, fuck it, we're just gonna film the video, they would tell you no. It's hard to say at that time because you gotta remember, at this time, there's no other group signed. There's like, we're kind of carrying that torch for. Canada rap groups and not even just Toronto. Just Toronto. Canada, you know what? We we would we could have shot the video for sure, but would have would would they have promoted it? Would they have walked up across the street to Much Music and said, "Yo, push this"? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no. Remember, maybe, it was like possibly. it was a machine. Your label, radio, mm-hmm. Much Music, all they all work in hand in hand. Yeah, right? yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like there was a they had a day where you would bring a video to Much. A crew of people would sit down and watch the video and they'd label it either the big one, meaning you're getting played five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times a day. Did heavy rotation, medium rotation, or light rotation. Wow. So labels had to, and remember, it, we were on Sony BMG, but there was Universal, there was Warner, there was uh there was a lot more labels there, there then. Was, so yeah, there this was is before so, everybody Sony murdered. wasn't BMG yet. Yeah, Sony yeah. actually wasn't even BMG. Yeah, we were there signed was to Sony BMG. And it was there BMG. was Sony and BMG. So like, and every week they're walking in with their artists, like uh, records. Pop and, and rock shit. And, and pop and rock shit. And they're trying, there's only one, the big one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you can only have so many videos that have heavy rotation, medium rotation. So you had to kind of play this dance and kind of balance how, how, like what you wanted to do and how things were set before you were there. Yeah. You had to kind of be, you know what I mean? Play and we, we did a good job of shaking things up as much as we can and and, and shaking things up a little bit. But we still, th- there was a bit of walking that fine line. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So let me ask you all even on, on features, right? And and this is the last I'm going to ask about features. Orange Americans. Okay. Yeah, that song Crazy World. Dope fucking tune. A lot of people slept on that group during Orange America. They were fucking oh, fire. They fully slept on them. You know what I'm saying? But, but Notch came back with a bad one. Nothing to go with so. 
And if people like to get done, yeah, yeah, that's a fucking good tune. That's a big fucking tune. But your brother was on that tune, no? Yeah. Rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? Tell me what Saison meant to you guys, the group, and obviously to you, um, Chemo. You know what I'm saying? Because that tune, I remember when it came out, that verse was on it. The verse was fire, but he was already at past by the time the video dropped. Mm -hmm. That was like a little trip. Well, yeah, Yeah. like, because at the time he passed away, right when we kind of started recording the album. And that shit hit, obviously, me heavy. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the the team had my back and they're like, yo, man, do you want to take time to just kind of like, to to mourn or whatever i was like nah man i gotta work and so i just we just went head in and and i had that was a verse from another tune that he did on another record with this other producer homie of mine and uh i just like yo can we slide this in and they were like fuck yeah of course right so then Mm. and then the notch thing notch came to record and he did a hook on another tune okay on warrior but i and then i played him that beat and he's like yo this is bananas. Let me mm. write. Let me write. And he starts writing something. And he just fucking... That's why he's talking about the border and all that shit. Because yeah. he had drama crossing the border. Like they were they were harassing him. Like they they held him up for hours. So he was just writing about that. And then, uh, yeah, we, we added my brother's verse from another tune just out of respect. You know yeah, I didn't fit it nice. Well, not only out of respect. That song was one of those cats that was like, the next, like him we, and we had, and we had him on the album before. He was on a on a tune called Borderline. Yeah, yeah like, you know when you, the album before. Yeah. You got you got the young guns that are coming up, and you know, yo, these are the, that these are the next guys. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That song was one of those guys. Like you know, what I mean, there's a handful of, of of cats that were like you could easily tell they were they were coming up next because mm-hmm. like they was coming with it. Yeah. So that song was definitely amongst those. Yeah, he was there from the get go, from like the first few years that we were in my basement building on rascal stuff he was there he was always there he was there in his pajamas just watching us and shit you know so, yeah, yeah literally chemo and his brothers they would like stay up late you know your mtv raps and all that stuff you could back then you could film that stuff but it, it, when it showed in canada it was like one two three in the morning mm-hmm. he was in high school grades yeah, mom, eight and nine so mom. his older brother had my older brother had tapes. Tapes. Like, one, two, three, four, five, all the way. Like, and so we would just go to Kimo's house and sit there and just watch these tapes and these videos. And Kimo would have his little technique set up and he'd be doing his little scratching while we're watching videos. Yeah. And he had this Korg uh, keyboard and probably sampled for like five seconds. It's a Casio. A Casio. And... He would start making beats, sample, and the samples would be like for five seconds, and then adding great beats to them, and, mm-hmm. and then all this. So his basement is really the birth of the Rascals and how it all actually started. Yeah, I mean, and his older brother and his younger brother were always. Uh, his younger brother was always there. His older brother was not there because we'd have to sneak in his room to <laughs> to steal the tapes, and he'd always come home and be mad that we Kimo went to his room to grab his tapes. Mm. But like, yeah, his his brothers definitely played a. a integral part of us becoming who we became. Yeah. They supplied the visual. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, last couple of questions I have here because we've I feel like we've gotten a lot of information because you guys have a lot of interviews but you guys do a lot of radio station interviews mm. so it's like in and out quick. Right. You know they don't saying? get the, this, the, what you're getting. Yeah. Most, most of the interviews don't really get that intricate. Yeah. yeah. So even to get a little bit more intricate 
because Misfit, he was here for the show. We were watching amazing fucking show. And I was like, yo, Misfit. Holy fuck, I don't see this guy. But he was more, I've always seen him as the more recluse member of the group, right? Yeah. I don't want y'all to just, I don't just to speak for him, but just, you know, if you could just a bit, can we know why that is? The name alone tells you it's, it's not what you've always seen. In our crew, when we were picking names, the name that fit him was Misfit. Misfit. Mm. So you don't even have to explain that. But he's always just been that guy. He's always just been like, you know, super quiet and really laid back and, you know, just riding with you, but right along with you on his own path. Yeah. You know, yeah. He's yeah. in the corner reading books and stuff. Like <laughs> wearing, wearing the kung fu shoes. He's a, he's a different youth. <laughs> no, but in I a good see way. That like, still, yeah. yeah, you see it in him. He, you know, meditate, uh, really into martial arts, mm-hmm. yeah, was, books. Uh, he was disciplined at one point. Very, very disciplined. Very disciplined. Like with his okay. diet, his, his training. Like he was, yeah, he's a different guy. Yeah. And, and, and that's cool because. I felt like it gave us that mystique and it gave us kind of, you know, kind of like, you know how Wu-Tang came and it was just like Avengers. They all, it was just what character. Was Different styles, yeah. That, me being me, Misfit being Misfit, Kimo being Kim, we kind of, and our dancers, we, that kind of vibe where it was a crew and every character was unique within that crew. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, whether it's Avengers or, uh, Justice League Justice League or X-Men you know what I'm saying <laughs> it wasn't Teenage Mutant and the Turtles but it's like you know he's such a kid he's facts no <laughs> it's you wanna know no, what fam. he's pull, he's saying what I was thinking <laughs> but thinking, couldn't yeah, it wasn't coming out, out. <laughs> it wasn't coming out but he's just like da, 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 I, got da, da, I got you I got you I got you like Misfit got you you know it's my own way guy's doing the admins and shit yo I'm dead okay Last thing, because you, you, as the game, you know, started evolving and you guys started to get into more legacy group and stuff like that, you started transitioning into other businesses, right? right. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if, you, if you're okay with us talking about this one. It is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Because you started, like, getting into the cannabis business. And I'm hearing about this, like, over here, like, yo, you don't know Red One? He's got mad fucking spots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the guy. Like, how yo, did that I'm from Bad City, so before T-Dot... Even had dispensaries like out in Vancouver, like there's there's probably dispensaries in the early '90s, like you know what I'm saying. Um, you know, guys like Mark Emery and oh, big up Mark. Um, like like this whole even the whole um coalition of how you know medicinal cannabis became legalized. I mean, uh, yeah, became legalized for you to get to grow and mm. have before it was recreational to grow and to have. Um, your yeah. cannabis for your medical purposes that was all done out in Vancouver like you know what I mean like all those, those uh, activists and all that stuff like that that's like a normal part of life in Vancouver <laughs> so like you know me uh, smoking a lot of weed back in the day I was always just kind of and, and being you know the Van City Hip Hop group. Yeah. I was always plugged into the cannabis guys because they'd be at the shows or they always just was like showing up with like, yo, man, love the shit. Hold this. Bear free weed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, them putting me on to game and like, yo, you should, yo, Red, you, you need your own shop, you know? 
Like, so we started off. Uh, and not to interrupt you, you got to remember, I'm hearing about this pre-social media fam. Mm. I've been hearing about this back in the days. Oh, Red, well, I mean, the guy out there. You know? <laughs> I'm like, yo, I got to go to Van City if I want to link up with this guy. Yo, trust me. So, you know, we just got in the cannabis, uh, the dispensary game early. And even out here is like, you know, um, a lot of the, the stores that started opening up in uh, Toronto were guys from Vancouver mm. coming out to Toronto, opening stores. And then people in Toronto being like, yo, I'm going to do one too. Like, they got one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, Why not? And, and not to say, but. Uh, you know, um, that's, so that's one thing I always, uh, loved about Vancouver. Like, as far as that's concerned, they were always kind of ahead of the curve mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, you know, they were always willing to take the, the risks of putting themselves on the front line yeah. so that we all now where we are today are benefiting from this. Mm -hmm. A lot of that was on the back of cats from Vancouver. You yeah, know what I'm saying yeah. activists and growers and, and, and people in vans. So I feel really privileged to just to be able to. You're know, a pioneer, fam. Be part. I wouldn't even say I was a pioneer because there was cats. They come from the 70s, the 80s, mm. and whatever. But as far as the you know the dispensary game and stuff goes, like being able to be there and being able to be to help fund some of the law, the court cases of. Uh, you know, the people that were, you know, taking the, the government to task uh, and the Canadian Bill of Rights to, mm -hmm. to have their medicine legally and, 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 and stuff like that. Like, I, I just feel honored to even just be able to like, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know some of those guys or I was around some of those guys. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, we definitely was in the game early when it comes to that kind of stuff. So. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but now it's, it, it, it's ran by a bunch of guys who were... Who, 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 like, you know, or like stock traders or Bay Street guys or owned a, bunch, <laughs> owned a bunch of restaurants and, you know, and so it kind of sucks to be able to see the, the legacy cats not really being the guys really benefiting from what's going on yeah. in the, in, in, in the uh, recreational side of things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, with that, actually, today's 420. I want to wish everybody a happy 420. <laughs> happy 420, that, man. You know? Yeah, man. But yeah, shout out to all the all the oh, the OGs from Van City, you know, that helped make today a reality where we can, you know, sit here today and 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 weed is free and legal. And Canada was one of the first countries in the world to, you know, legal legalize marijuana on a recreational level. So mm -hmm. you know, at the whole country. Yeah, I would, yeah. Uh, like I said again, I feel honored to be able to watch that process happen and even help out in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Bro. Yeah, man. The rascals in the motherfucking building. Red one. Hey. DJ Kimo. Um, I'm gonna hold you off for just a couple more minutes. Um, I have a quick segment here, or we have a quick segment here called Smoke and Mirrors, right? <laughs> and this is where we talk about like a few news subjects, like kind of like when you y'all came in and seen us like, you know, having discussions about hip hop and good stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, one thing that's been going on that's been kind of mixy. Is the Hassan Campbell exposes Whack One Hundred? Mm. Have y'all y'all keep up with a lot of this the, the tabloid stuff? I thought did he expose him because he had to interview Hassan and Whack Six Nine mm -hmm. and Academics. Yes, it was all on Academics' so podcast. What do you say, Hassan exposed Whack? Okay, so and 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 just for the people who are in the listening audience, we got. The rascals in the motherfucking building, Red One and DJ Key. Uh -huh. you know hey, legend, legend. <laughs> so, okay. 
what happened after that whole interview that, you know, the clips went viral and people were saying that, like, um, 6 9 was, like, pressing um, Hassan Campbell and different things like that. But it wasn't like that, right? No. They went to a part where they were talking about African Bombada. Because yes. a lot of people don't know that Hassan Campbell was actually, you know... Allegedly. He, he was a, ooh, yeah, I don't know. Allegedly sexually abused by Africa, by Africa Bombada. Okay? And he asked him, why didn't you have that kind of energy for African Bombada? Mm-hmm. When well, when comes- he said, I love that man. That's what he said. Well, he because he's like, you know, this guy's gangster and all this type of shit, but you didn't have that kind of energy for the dude that did that no. to you. So how he asked, when, when that, he had that energy, and then mm-hmm. Hassan was like, yo, he asked him why you didn't have that. He said, because I love that man. Like, mm. you know, he, he had looked up to him and you know, mm-hmm. whatever. So he ain't, you know what I mean? Even though that guy was allegedly doing things to him, he still held him in a in a space because that started apparently happening to him when he was a little kid. Yeah. So at one point in the interview, he's like, it it, 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 it got almost normalized. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. if something gets normalized to you and because that's, it, you think it, that's what's been happening to you since you were five, six, and you think, that, okay, that's normal. I could see how you could be like, okay, well, I still look up to somebody. Yeah. Because they're really not doing nothing wrong. You yeah. have to grow up and find out and, and realize what was being done to you was, exactly. was wrong. So I under I kind of understood what he was saying. So what ended up happening after the shit went to Clubhouse, it got out of control, and Wack was kind of like punking on Clubhouse. But Hassan Campbell had these tapes apparently. Like he recorded Wack a conversation to him and Wack had, mm-hmm. right? And in the conversation he was saying about how, you know, they were extorting <laughs> Nipsey about something that was going on with his baby moms and. Basically alluding to the fact, or alluding to, you know, saying allegedly that they he got- He set up Nip- They got Nipsey. You know, his people, his own people got him fucking um, hit. You know what I'm saying? R.I.P. Nipsey. Wow. Right? And then it even got worse because the more tapes that came out today while we're taping this, where he's like, yo, I, I, I pressed fucking Gilly and Wallow and Adam 22 and all them. And for them to be able to move around L.A., they got to go through me. Like, he's just going off. So, like, right now, they just got the internet on fire with this shit, fam. Like, Wack 100 might not be able to move around L.A. the same anymore. I, I haven't heard that He hasn't been able to move around L.A. properly since he started managing 6ix9ine. Mm. But my thing is this. Wack used to, um, remember, Wack used to be a, uh, one of Suge's goons. Yes. So, he kind of learned his game from the Death Row era. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that was the era where, you know, Puff, Shug, you know, they weren't just the business side. They were the vocal side. Mm-hmm. Like, they were visual side. Mm-hmm. And I feel like <coughs> Wack being the management and the business side of things, myself would be playing the back. It's chill. And having the artist as the spotlight. Mm. But I feel like Wack comes from an era where, you know. He's all up in the videos. He's all up in the videos. All up in the song, You know what yeah. I mean? He's so, more popular than games. But he's doing too much. I think he's doing too much, bro, because you're, you're breaking a lot of G code and you're doing a lot of shit that people are just like, <coughs> like, this is not G, fam. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, some people just, you know, whatever your position is, play that position. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, Isn't he supposed to be a manager, fam? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. If you're, if you're, if that's your position, play that position. Yeah. I, and I guess everybody, everybody plays their role, how they see them playing the role. I'm just speaking as, as far as if I was in his position, I would just handle business, 
let the artist have it. Because yeah. the, you know, let them get some clout. Man. <laughs> what the hell? It should be about the artist. It should be about the music. All this other. I think Wack got more followers than Game at this point now. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> right. I just see Wack all the time. I just see him doing too much. Mm. It's all in Blueface's situation. He's more game, popular than Blueface. Game, Kanye, he's just in everybody's business. So it's just like, man, just go away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that other Mayu, like, honestly, fam, I hear him talking about, oh, where, where was Nipsey? Nipsey was lacking. King Von is lacking. Mm. That is at the Listen, That's- I don't encourage, listen, again, I don't encourage people dying and stuff like that, but. Yo, America, the fact that that guy is still walking around and talking like that, I don't encourage you guys to kill that nigga, but someone needs to punch that. (laughs) Someone needs to punch him in his face or something, fam. Like, it bugs me. He could never be doing that in Toronto. I don't care what anyone says. This is why the the other guy, he's not walking around here, fam. I feel like and this is the problem in Toronto. This is the problem in America. I feel like we're talking about music, but I feel like we're talking about the streets. The, the, like we're, so the, we're not talking about music and we're not talking about mm. production and we're not talking about cadence and bars. And like, because I'm just from an era where it's about music. Now. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, so listen, listening to, to, to these things, I, I feel like, like, There's not one song that came out of this whole fucking story. You, you gotta um, story. watch uh, Hip Hop Undercover. You guys seen that? No. On Netflix? It's basically about you know the, the streets and the hustlers that help fund like the whole game mm. like we're talking from down south EI to like even like Sugar Hill Gang like you know what I mean like, yeah watching that the, yeah you gotta watch yeah and that goes to show you how far we've come from and, and uh, from the music and I feel like sometimes that's why some of the music now has been dumbed down and some of the music is not as dope as it could be because there's so much going on besides the music. The story is more and important the story than the music. And the storyline some, somehow has become before the music. Yeah, you know the, the story's more important than the music, man. And that's crazy to me because like that's just that's just not where I'm from. But so, a lot of and well that's the problem too. Like a lot of the guys that do make good music, they're not promoting it too, right? Mm. So they're not at like because they're not they're not doing anything that's for clout, they're just doing music. It's not even that, and that's any- and just promoting it isn't good enough. You got to go out there and do some something crazy to have them talking about you, and then they want to hear what kind of music. Not really though, because you have guys like, like there's guys now like Dr. Bushman, and like he did the Solid 16, that's giving him a lot of attention, right? Mm-hmm. You can still be a really really good artist and like make really good music. I just feel like a lot of these guys are lazy. They don't be putting out music like that. Like mm. I see but them it's like so much once easier in a now. It, it, but that's even worse because yeah. if it's so easy, we should be hearing more from they you guys. Flooded. You guys should be, especially like I know it comes to the streets and shit like that. But a lot of these guys claiming they got money and this and that and the third. Bro. So then, so then let me be seeing that in your videos. Let me be seeing that in your music. And you don't see that. So unfortunately, you, know, <laughs> you got to go to the guy that's like he might be. He's a shitty rapper. But he's putting in money in his promotions. He's putting mm. in money in his marketing and the advertisement. He's in your face. Because he's in your... Yeah, exactly. He's in your face all the time. And that that's a problem too. You know, I, I, I come from an era where it was just like from the mixtape... I mean, from tapes, CDs and vinyl, MP3s. And you know, you know now the social media. So I guess I'm able to see the, the different area. Yeah. And like, you know, from, from... I guess back in the day, you had to be so busy out... Pumping CDs out the trunk, 
promoting, going to the signings or going like, you know, just being out there mm-hmm. promoting yourself. Outside. And didn't have time to be anything but besides the music because to get to where you wanted to go, there was so much work you had to put in. Yeah, mm. fine. Now you can literally just be at home, make some, make something, put it online, wake up and it's viral and you're a star. But it's also the essence of the music too. Like you guys really appreciated the essence of the music, right? Just the essence of rap and all that stuff. But a lot of these guys don't. They look at it as a bag. Mm. They're looking at this music thing like, yo, fam, like, I don't care about being a good rapper. I can go put some songs on SoundCloud or YouTube and make a couple of grand, bro. Yeah, fam, that's what I'm going to do. But part of what everything's happening now is just it's just uh, cause and effect of saturation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it has to be more than the music because everybody got a song. Little 15-year-old girl from high school has records out. Facts, it's yeah. nuts. Grandma has a few records out. Yeah. So th- th- these are cause and effects of like oversaturation of the music itself. Gets kind of like, hey, no, but, yeah, cool. You got a record. Everybody got a record. Sound like a trap beat. Yeah, YouTube. I got my beat off YouTube. Sound fire. But mm. I still feel like, so the, like the good art, the good musicians, just like you have the Kendricks, the Drakes, the J. Coles, they're still getting like that mainstream good attention. And they're not really in like, J. Cole's not into the fuckery, but if he so drops, he's still to, doing yeah. good numbers. His streams are doing well. Right. So I still feel like the music is there, but it's like you got to be making the best music and you got to be promoting it too. Right. And I feel like it's, it's a lot different now. You but know? If, if the music and the talent isn't up to where it should be, then we got to do it. You got to do antics no, 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 to get, you know what I'm saying? And, and some of us have to tell you that it's shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some went out, like, you know, that's what some of us are here for. We we got to call some, some of these songs ain't that good. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got I got one more thing for you. Um, Doja Cat. Okay, they're saying that Doja Cat, and not there. I'm saying Peter Rosenberg from Hot 97. He's saying that Doja Cat. A lot of people are saying there's this argument of saying that Doja Cat is a rapper. It started be popping up on Twitter and shit like that, right? She's getting a lot of like accolades, awards, and stuff like that, and the conversation started popping up. And Rosenberg is he kind of jumped out the window, I think, but he was saying that she's like rap circles around people. So I'll play a little audio for y'all. Just means popular, and she's right. certainly that. But I don't know. Drake is a rapper, right? And a pop star. Right. Yeah. And, and guess what? Drake can't rap better than Doja Cat. Wow. How about Ain't that? Kanye a rapper what? and a pop star? <laughs> yep, guess what? He can't rap better than Doja Cat either. <laughs> Actually, he's significantly worse. Doja Cat could easily wrap circles around Kanye and Drake. How about that? Wow. Not even. I don't even want to listen to this guy because at this point he's just trying to go viral because their show is like ass. So like they got to do something like just like you're saying, you know, you got to do something right to get attention. Mm. And saying that Doja Cat is better than Drake is his way of trying to go viral because he's an idiot if he's saying that. I'm be real with you. I'll tell you this, man. A lot of like. What? The boy got bars, yo. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, your favorite rapper, rapper does not want to rap against the boy. Your favorite rapper, rappers has, and we've seen what happened to a lot of them. Ask Meek. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Yo. Well, there's a blurred line also when it comes to hip hop, right? Because she does a lot of things. So people are like, she's not a rapper. She's a, she's, she's a singer. She's an artist, right? So, you know, can we consider her even a rapper? I don't know. Because the first time I heard her was if, doing that moo shit. So, mm-hmm. and that was a troll. If Nicki Minaj can sing some songs, or, uh, or Cardi B or and nobody's tripping like is she a singer or she's not like you're an artist you make music that's what I was saying earlier about when I don't 
judge whether it's country, whatever. It's music. Like, be creative. That, that, that's to say, whether you want to sing, you want to rap, mm-hmm. you want to hum, whatever. As long as it sounds dope, it's just really music. Like, today's artists especially, that. like, they're hybrids. And they're rappers, they're singers, they're, you know, they're all that. So I don't see what, what's the issue. Doja can rap. She's dope. Um, but she ain't rapping no circles around no yeah, yeah, Drake. Yeah, yeah, let's not do that. Yeah, he's walling. Let's not like, do that. Stop, stop the madness. Yo. He's walling. He's walling. And the end too, this is why, like, again, the Americans, how they show love to uh, Canadians. Drake's the, like, regardless of what you want to say about Drake, but you're putting Doja Cat ahead of, like, seeing that she, come on, fam. Like, it's, he yeah. wouldn't say that about Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, man. Ridiculous, man. I, um, people in the comments, let us know what you think. Is Doja Cat wrapping circles around Drake? No. Is Rosenberg mod? That's is what it comments. Is, is Rosenberg, Rosenberg losing his mod, bro? Don't ask us no. no, no. Make Let's sure to tag him too when we post this on this? Instagram. Which artist? And, you know, I'm not even being biased. Let's just, let's just take being Canadian out of the picture. Just... Real talk. Which artist can go against Drake in the verses? Mm. Who, who, who would you pull for that? Jay. Kanye. Jay. Jay? Jay, Wayne. There's a few. I, I, I could... There's a few. I don't know Wayne. I, Jay? Okay. I think... Um, yo. So, so, Biggie. Okay, cool. But think... Are we talking about Dead Alive too? I go Biggie. I throw Biggie in there too. Biggie slapped the shit out of Drake. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Listen. Well, deep, well Listen, deep. I, I would say I would say this. Then I ain't hear nobody say Doja. Oh fuck no. Mm. Okay. So my point is, even even if, like, look at the names you're calling. You know what I'm saying? But she can rap circles around. Yeah, they're wild. They're wild. That's that's just ridiculous. Nuts. Well, let's wrap it up. And um, Listen, thank you for y'all coming through, man. This legendary, is, legendary shit. Like, such a privilege and, a, and like legendary episode right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, episode. really quick. We have to give you guys your flowers too, man. Because like, yo, obviously Cardi has done his thing, but like, mm. no, this day the rest, like you guys have really, really put on for Canadian music in general, man. So respect, like, we want to give you respect. guys your flowers thank while you you're still here, bro. Yeah, thank you, brother. Yo, really appreciate that. You guys are doing your thing too, so... <laughs> Respect y'all. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. Um, listen, y'all can catch them on Instagram. Y'all know where to find them. Give y'all separate Instagrams because the Rascals music is, is pretty easy to find. You yeah, Rascals think? music. Um, I don't accept no one on Instagram if I don't know you, so I'm, I'm not gonna give out my Instagram. But Rascals music uh, at DJ K E M O or at DJ Kim Kumo. You might catch me tagged in something, and that's how you'll find me. But yeah, I'm, I'm not looking for friends. Okay. <laughs> Gutsy Guts, talk to the people. Uh, the Gutsy Show on Instagram, YouTube, Gutsy Guts. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, and do all that good stuff. Be safe, Toronto, and make better music. Same. <laughs> um, big salute to Gucci in the, in, 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 over there behind the cameras. Hit him up, Clear Star Studio 6 oh. or Gucci416. Welcome back. PK Herc in the motherfucking building. Hey. PK. Hit him up, PK underscore. Um, Joel and B's doing us dirty. Uh-huh. <laughs> yo, he just did a third, yo. Oh my Wait, god. Wait, the Rascals didn't, I mean, uh, the, the, Rascals, the Raptors didn't win today? Joel and B just hit an overtime shot. The man said, Kawhi, hold that. 
<laughs> but he's still, well, it's still PTSD. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> to get out of here. I don't care, man. Shout out to the Raptors anyway, man. Y'all, no, I love, we love Raptors. They so to the Raptors. Thing, I got, I got my Raptors drip on today. Nice. Um, yeah, man. Big salute to everybody who, who's tuning in. Happy 420. Hit me up on my social media platforms. Friday Ricky Dread. That's D R E D. Everything else. We love hip hop.ca and um, Visionary Art Center. I got a tune for us to get out of here with. The gun finger. I know. You should have said gun finger. That's how no Friday's are. You should have said gun finger. A lie red one. You should have said gun finger. <laughs> we offer this. Glad you could make it. I've been expecting you. Rascal's legendary shit. So if you want out, now's the time to say something. I got a new check. It was like the end of the world. There was destruction everywhere. People scrambled around in hysterical panic. Cars and buses and taxis were slamming into each other by the second. Mass confusion ringed here and down like never before. And the cause of all this? You goddamn rascal. As if you didn't know. And now, our feature presentation. Alive or dead, but believe